everybody. Hey, how about that? How about that? It's the best show back on another Tuesday night. My name's Tom, the host of the best show. And we have an exciting program for you tonight. Two things to make note of. Thing one, from 10 p.m. until 11 p.m., one hour tonight. The goal from you, the goal, I can't complain for an hour. I can't complain. And if I complain, I have to pay. I have to pay money. To pay money, one, one, uh, I'll pay $10 goes to an animal charity. And then 10, uh, 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 matching 10 goes to, uh, either, uh, Dudio, Pat Byrne, or AP Mike. So, uh, that'll be, that'll be the second hour of the show. 60 minutes of, of uninterrupted trying to get me mad. Not mad. Just to complain. That's all. And then we're going to have Andy Breckman calling up later in the show to talk all about his new game. S happens is what it's called. S happens. And the S is the word you think it is. It's the toilet word. He'll talk all about that and more. But right now, I would like to tell you, the best show listener, to sit back, relax, listen to the theme, and realize that the best show is underway. And the phone number is 201-323-484. Without further ado, the best show begins!
That's the best show. How are we sounding, Mike? Good? Punchy? Crisp. I like that. You're all right, Mike. You know that? You get a bum rap. The things people say about this guy. Good Lord. The things people say. Make your hair, uh, hair curl. Right? And then, and this is, you're not going to like this part, Mike. The stuff you think they say. It ain't anywhere near what they say when you, you're not around. That's how it always is, though. But look, I know what it's like. The things these people say about me, Mike. They don't like it. You know what? What's that? You get it at masses. Masses is the bar that Mike uh, works at. They give you grief there? Not when you're there. The usuals. Well, look, I've seen I've seen those people, Mike. Don't take it too hard. The best show. All right, I think that's enough. That was a good show. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back next year. That concludes the 2016 installment of the best show. No, 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 no. We got a full show to do. Look out. Here it comes. The phone number, 201-332-3484. What music did we just hear? Oh, my goodness. This album, Ravi Shavi. It's good stuff, man. It's on Almost Ready Records. Amphetamine. I forget the story of this band I was reading about. It's a, it's a dude. It's a dude. What more do you need to know? It's a dude. The song's called Amphetamine. Record's great. It's on Almost Ready Records. You go to almostreadyrecords.com. Find out more about that. Is this guy already trying to get on my nerves? I think you guys are already gunning for me on Twitter, trying to get me to overreact, trying to get me to complain. Saying it's what? It's a, a money grab for me to do this topic tonight. Yeah, that sounds like that is as well-crafted a tweet to set me off. Money grab. Could you imagine? Yeah, because everybody just knows I'm always going for the the big bucks. All my decisions are financially motivated. Yeah, it's my. I like selling my books. I like that. And I'll be selling more. Uh, look on Facebook, Best Show page. I'm going to put some more Best Show. Uh, best Show. I'll put some books up. I'll sell them. Helps keep the lights on here. You know what I should do? I ain't got no ads. No ads this week. No ads. How about that? No ads. You know what, though? You know all these baseball stadiums are, are named like... Like, let me look at the names of baseball stadiums. Let's see. Baseball stadiums. 
Is there a list? Ballparks. Here are all the ballparks. Where, like, like all the names of these things. They're all sponsorships now, right? Isn't it like Petco Park? Like Pet? Can you imagine Petco Park, Safeco Field? The Mariners play at Safeco Field. Let's see, Camden Yards. That's been around. AT and T Park. Look at these. It's all. It's all sponsorships, and my reaction to that, I want that. Why don't we get a, why don't we name the best show, uh, name it after a business, City Field, as in Citibank. Get somebody to name, name, get naming rights for the best show? You kidding? Do that in a second. Hey, look at it. AT&T Park. Bush Stadium, as in Bush Beer, Chase Field, City Field, Citizens Bank Park, Coors Field. Then Dodger Stadium is like this thing that sticks out. Great American Ballpark. Well, that's a stupid sound. You might want to go get a sponsorship on that one. Marlins Parks. It's the Miller Park. Is that Miller Beer? Then Petco Park, PNC Park, Turner Field. U.S. Cellular Field, Tropicana Field, Target Field, Progressive Field, Minute Maid Park, holy moly, Comerica Park. I would sell the naming, I'm going to sell the naming rights for the best show to name, name the, name the studio after your corporation. You think about that, Mike? Right? Man, Mike is out of it tonight. I wasn't supposed to. He asked me not to bring this up on the air, but I'm going to. He wanted me point blank to see about getting uh, Springsteen tickets on the air. He wanted me to to shake down the listeners. He's like, me and my me and my boys want to go see the boss. I'm like, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess you go get tickets or something. He's like, no, use the show. So I was like, fine. I guess I'll bring it. Hook Mike up. You got Springsteen tickets? Hook Mike and Dudio and uh, Pat Byrne up. Who's got an in? Because Bruce Springsteen's playing Brooklyn. The boss in Brooklyn. Makes magic. Wrigley Field. Yeah, that's gum, right? Is that named? Because they were they the gum family? Did they own the the, the, the Cubs and... That terrible gum that no one likes. Oh, and the first song we heard, Electric Eels. Amazing single on Hozak reissue. Accident. Hozak, one of my all-time favorite labels at this point. How do they keep doing it? I don't know. They find the new records. They find the, the reissues. Unbelievable. Hozak, can't go wrong. Part of their archival series. Yeah, I'll sell the, the naming rights to the best show. Uh, the studio. Not to the show, though. I'm not going not gonna, to not gonna be tacky about this. It's not going to be uh, like... Uh, what would it be? Suddenly I'm going to be like... Pillsbury presents... Welcome to the best show. 
Pillsbury presents the best show. We'll have a fun uh, show tonight. Uh, Pop and Fresh will be in studio. I'll have to do like a segment with Pop and Fresh. How'd that get through as like a advertising thing? The weirdest. Yeah, we'll have a weird clump of dough that thinks it's a chef talking all about bacon as friends, I guess. Is that what they're doing? What is that? Is that like stem cell research? Poppin' fresh? What he's doing? Because it's other poppin'. It's other dough. It's what he's made of. That poppin' fresh is a, a ghoul. It's one creepy dude, man. Right? Pillsbury, it's exciting. We're going to go to the phones now, to the Pillsbury hotline, and see what you guys have to say. Any, and tonight's topic is uh, crescent rolls. Uh, how many can you eat at once? How many, how many Pillsbury crescent rolls can you eat in one sitting? Hello, Tom. Yes. I can eat five. Oh, five. Okay, we got five now. What's next? All right, cinnamon rolls. Let's talk about cinnamon rolls. Yeah, I'll sell the studio. Not Pillsbury, though. Get naming rights. Make me not have to sell my books, guys. Papa, yeah, Papa John. I would do Papa John. You see this guy in this baseball commercial now? There's this one where they... They go to the bullpen and they're going and they call in Papa John. It's like, and then he like, like, let's go to the bullpen. And then it's Papa John running across the field holding pizzas. And it's just like, yeah, you might want to look at, uh, you might want to start looking at these commercials before you, uh, you sign off on them, Papa John. Or at least CGI, you're running. Didn't look, uh, didn't look so good. The running. Ran, he's like running like a toddler. Like, Papa John's got a full-on toddler uh, trot going. It's like if you put uh, little pizzas in a toddler's hands. And what's his goal? What, they going to go out there and throw pizza at the batter? The way he could get everyone out is if they eat Papa John's, and if they're on base, then he just, like, kills time, and then they have, like, stomach problems. And then they have to like leave the base, and then they get thrown out because they like they've got violent stomach cramps from eating Papa John's pizza. Oh, guy in second base. Oh, I can't, I can't, can't stay out here. I'm gonna be sick. And then Papa John brings the box over to like the guy in third base. Offers him a slice, and then the ball is in the box, and he tags him out. Good Papa John baseball movie out there. Let's make it. In one half hour, I will do 60 minutes of you, the best show listener, trying to get me to complain. And if I complain, I owe uh, money. I think I can get through an hour without complaining. I think I can do it. 
Who's good here, Mike? Best show. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? My name's Paul in Queens. Paul. Yes. Paul, what's up tonight, Paul? Oh, just having a good night. Nice weather out there. You enjoying the weather? Oh, I'm loving it, right? Yeah. How about that weather? We earned it. What's really good? Come on. You're really not going to talk about the weather, are you? Well, making pleasantries. Why'd you really call, Paul? Okay, the reason I really called. Uh, there are two things uh, you've talked about on the show before uh, that you both like, and I think you're the perfect person to bring them together. They are the book series, 33 and a Third, the series of books about uh, the great albums of all time, and The Day the Laughter Died. If you wrote the 33 and a third about the day the laughter yeah, died. I'm not, that's that not would happening. be amazing. No, I, I'd rather, I, look, I love those books. I try, I pitched one of those books. Those guys had no time for me. No time. Oh. I, I I'm sorry to hear that. that. I ain't doing it now. And throw them freebies, free sales on mine back. Heck no. No. Well, that's a free gig. Well, it's not a free gig. They're not paying anything for that. Oh. I'm going to tap dance for those guys. I'll, I'll put it on myself. I would I would love that. To talk about Andrew Dice Clay's The Day the Laughter Died. Yes. One of the weirdest comedy albums of all time. Yeah. It's so unexpected and absurd and just coming from the last place you'd expect it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. Thanks for the call. Best show. Hi. Hi. I'm Jessica and Ithaca. Jessica in Ithaca? Yes. How are you, Jessica? I'm doing all right. I was just listening to your show and watching the game, watching a baseball game. And I thought I'd call in. I'm a long-time listener. Right. What baseball game are you watching? Orioles versus the Blue Jays. So one of the non-commercial <laughs> named ones. Sure. Yeah, that's stadium. not a, yeah. So that would be proud of something. And who do you root for, Jessica? The Orioles. So I was really happy about the start. I'm originally from the Baltimore area. And you escaped. I escaped. <laughs> To Ithaca. To New York. <laughs> yes. You ran far. Places. Far until I stopped, started feeling cold enough. Yes. Then you knew it was time to slow down and drop your drop your uh, your backpack in Ithaca. And start, go, and start going to college. <laughs> well, that's nice. And you've been there for how long? Six years. Well, that's not bad. And you like it in Ithaca? I don't know what's up there in Ithaca. Yeah, it's, it's all right. What do you do for fun? I'm in a band. Okay. What's the band? And um, the band is Nancy Babich. Nancy Babich? Yes. Okay. And is, is Nancy... trying to, we're trying to get booked for our first show. Hopefully oh. that works out. It's exciting. I Just don't bought know. some new amps, which is really exciting. Look, you're in it. What does Nancy yes. Babich sound like? What do they sound like? 
sort of noisy post-punk. Okay. Really like Gang of Four. All right, that's good. Public Image Limited. Sure. This is good. Send me some yeah. send me some tracks. I will. We're on Bandcamp. All right, well, send me the link. I'll send you the link on Twitter. You can email it to me. All right, I'll email it to you. What's the email address? It's out there. It's out there? I'll find you'll, it. You'll find it. You'll find it, I'm, Jessica. I'm smart. Yes, I can't wait to hear Nancy Babbage. Okay. All right. You have a great night. You too. Thanks. For, thanks for taking. Always got to hang up on everyone. Don't know why I get so much pleasure from that, but I do. Yeah. So from ten to eleven, sixty minutes of you trying to get me to complain. Hey, you know, uh, at the end of April, I will be in. Nashville, DJing at Dukes. Dukes is a super cool bar. Myself and DJ Terry T will be down in Nashville DJing on, I believe it's April 30th. I believe is the date. April 30th. So if you're in the Nashville area, come to Dukes. And we will DJ plenty of rock records for you. The rock rock fan, the rock record fan. April 30th. Dukes is on the, on the social uh, uh, media stuff there. Dukes Nashville, I think is what they go by. So look them up. Well, brother. Complain-a-thon. I'm nervous. I'm a little nervous, Mike. Mike's plot. I know Mike's plotting out there with it. He's definitely got a goal to to try to put some some people in, in front of me that's gonna make me uh, lose my marbles. Right, Mike? You're scheming. You're scheming. Look at these people trying to get me to complain on. On uh, Twitter. Look at this. People saying uh, Jim Florentine's going to do voices on Bob's Burgers. It's a little on the nose, guys. I'm being told. I'm being told to go to the VIP line. I'm being told we have a VIP on the VIP line. I'm going to go to the phone and see. Now, this is the line that only, because, look, we have a regular line, which is for slobs, can call all day and all night. But this VIP line, this is for just the, the fancy types, just the the people who've who've done it in life. It's like the whisper, it's the line for... I don't want to say that people who call the regular line are losers, but the VIP line is definitely for winners. So I'm being told that we have. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm being told. Yeah. On the VIP line oh, right now is a guy. 
He's a he's a he's a a, a writer, a, a producer, a, a game maker. He's he's done other. Th- I'm blanking on other things. I don't know. Actor? Have you acted? You've acted. I've seen other things. I've uh, I've mercifully not acted. I think I saw you in an SNL sketch. Have milk come out of your nose once. Oh, for the love of God! This is <laughs> this, this is why you you should never make these calls to people that know you this well. Okay. Well, I want to welcome to the best show Andy Breckman. How are you? Doing Andy. fine, thanks. Now, and, uh, first of all, you I. I know this is not on the radio, but you know how it works on the radio in terms of toilet language. We keep it clean here, and I know it's a it's a tricky area. Usually, you're not a, you're not somebody who curses a lot. I don't I don't I don't work blue as as a rule, but I don't I don't need to as you, a rule. No, no, I, I know you don't need to, but you have a, have a, a a game out that is uh, <laughs> it's loaded, it's 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 tilted against broadcasting right from the right from the name. What the hell? I should have gotten one of those corporate sponsorships. In, uh, I should have, <laughs> instead of using the name I came up with. It's, uh, no, <laughs> well, let's I, just call it S. We'll say S happens tonight. Is that fair? I, uh, I guess so. It's, uh, uh, I guess I've been saying stuff happens. Some people say uh, dung happens, but mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah, it's a common phrase. I think everyone knows what we're I would what we're hope. Saying. If if they don't know what that is, they've got bigger problems than trying to read between the lines on what it is. If they or haven't been if, able to piece it together by this, or point. if they don't know what that is, my little game can can serve as an educational tool for them, a life changing educational uh-huh. tool for them. So, you, uh, <laughs> I, I you know speaking of the name, I now Tom, I should I should have done a little more thinking. I think the name is makes it um, as you can see from this conversation makes it very challenging to market this particular product. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, uh, for example, I learned uh, yesterday that, I don't know if you knew this, Facebook would not uh, does not accept ads if there's a, a curse word in mm-hmm. the name of your product. Well, you know what your game is now. It's, yes. It's the game that Facebook refused to accept ads for. That's my, that's my hook. Yes, the hook is now. You're gonna to have to pedal this like it's Lolita, so like you're. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the game that was too dangerous for Mark Zuckerberg. You now are in. You it's it is well, now like it's now the fifties, <laughs> and you've got this game under the counter at a at yeah. a at a at like a, a adult bookshop. You mean uh, old. You mean old men will be walking into Toys R Us and whispering, whispering, do you have the game? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. And then. The game. The game. Then they'll just wait for these kids to walk. Like, <laughs> just give me a second. Just give me a second, pal. The kids, kid buys his toy. Yeah. Gets away. Then he just reaches under the counter. It's cash only. <laughs> well, it's. Oh, that's sort of the corner I've painted myself into. Also, you know, we're on Kickstarter. We're live on Kickstarter. I'm very proud of the game. It plays great. The gameplay is really great. Um, but Kickstarter won't. Kickstarter also has uh, policies and rules, and uh, and they will not feature the game. They will not make it a, a staff pick or 
I don't know how well you know Kickstarter. They they throw a label sometimes on mm-hmm. uh, this is a product we love. Sure. Well, I'm going to throw a label on this now. The game that Kickstarter would not pick as a favorite. The game that Kickstarter was trying to figure out a way to get it off of their page. You boxed them in. Well, I should. I, uh, Tom, you're yeah. you're a marketing uh, genius. Well, so it's it's you're, what you're saying is it's marketing jujitsu, is what you're saying. When they when they serve up a thing that you that is like when they throw you a lemon. Yeah. I'm not sure what the rest of it would be, but something about it's got to be good with a set with a setup like that. <laughs> the payoff has got to be good. Now, so I'm going to walk people all the way to the beginning. You. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Andy, are a, uh, you are a radio host on, on WFMU. Uh, you are right, the I'm a former, we're, we're former colleagues uh, there. Yes. yes. On seven seconds. Like you've been there for how long has seven second delay been going? Uh, I was, uh, well, you, <laughs> you might know better than me. I, I was there, I think, uh, a, a year before you started. Is that, am I remembering correctly? I think you might've been there a couple of years before. So you uh, probably, I, I think I, the number I, the, the number I've been throwing around is 20, 23, 24. Okay. So it's 20, 24 years. A lifetime. You're coming up on yeah. the, uh, what is, what do you get for 25 years? What is it? Uh. What is it? Is it not gold? It's uh, I don't. It might know. be might be styrofoam. It's a, yes, know. you get styrofoam. Yeah. But you've been there. You are a writer, and you created the show Monk. And uh, you, right. you, we were colleagues. We were we were colleagues there as well, partners uh, there as well. Sure, I sat three feet away from you for eight years, and you never got tired of it. I never you'd ever. You think got, you would? You'd, you'd think, think you would, wouldn't you? You'd think. <laughs> that I would have gotten tired of your voice and you would have gotten tired of mine, but we didn't. No. Oh, this feels, you know what? This feels actually really nice chatting with yes, you. Yes, it's, it's great. It's, it's, uh. But, but now you've expanded your thing out. I don't know. No, expanded is not, expanded is a very kind way to, to this. Well, you're, you're trying new things. You've got a, you've got uh, a passion yeah. for something new. That's true. I, uh, I I was in the comedy trenches for. Uh, let me. Well, I was I was with David Letterman when he went uh, when he went up on NBC. So that's you know it's thirty years or so you know mm-hmm. or thirty five. Yeah. So uh, you know you'll see, young man. You'll see. You. Uh, it's hard to do the same thing for thirty uh, some years. Sure. So you've got this. So you you got the bug to try like something. I, well, new. I got I was I was burnt out. I feel I I done it. Monk was a gift. It, it treated me you know very well, and I got very lucky. And I was I I, I was able financially. I was able to try other things. Mm-hmm. So and I, and I my skill sets are quite pretty limited. And then I don't play golf. 
but I always I always love game playing and creating games, and it's actually not dissimilar to cr- kicking around a uh, a movie pitch or a TV series mm. pitch, uh, coming up with a premise and a hook, and uh, and uh, and it's 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 problem solving really the same way writing a movie is sure. And I, and I'm and I have these games, and one of them is on Kickstarter now. The one that I can't market, or I couldn't until we talked. Well, it was the game that 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 Facebook and Kickstarter have been doing everything within their power yeah, yeah. to shut down. Yeah. So it's you're saying it's me, it's Nevikov and James Joyce. Pretty much. Yeah. It's and Al Goldstein. <laughs> yeah, Al Goldstein. <laughs> it's you. Yeah. James there's Joyce your, and Al Goldstein. Your Mount Rushmore, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic image. It's you. It's you, Al Goldstein. Dear God. Larry Flint. <laughs> yeah. And... They just don't understand us. They're afraid of us. They're afraid of the truth. <laughs> and in my case, the my in my case, the truth is a uh, is a little party game called uh, SH Happens. Yes, and this game. It's a card-based game. It's a card-based game. It's it's uh, you know in, it's in the same vein in some ways as Cards Against Humanity or Exploding Kittens, but um, it's uh, it's the gameplay is actually based on the game Chronology. Okay. You you know we have uh, we came out with a set of cards. I wish you were in the room when we were coming up with these. It was fun. We came out with a set of cards. It's actually inspired. By a real thing, I don't know. I, I I mentioned it in my email today. Are you familiar with the Holmes Ra stress scale? Maybe your listeners are. The Holmes Ra H O L M E S dash R A. Oh, I might get this wrong. R A H E. It's a couple of shrinks in the seventies, and they somehow quantified. They they made a list of fifty uh, life events. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, divorce, moving, losing your job, you know, uh, life, stressful life events, and they somehow put them in order uh, from the most uh, traumatic to the least traumatic. I don't know how they did it, but I've always been fascinated by that list. And I and there's a game there, and basically we came up with a hundred, hundred and ten cards. Uh, some of them are very minor: a splinter, a root canal. Uh, and some of them are more serious. Uh, uh, a dead hooker's in your bed. Your mom catches you masturbating. You're struck by lightning. And we took we took our list, we took our cards to a panel of mental health experts that my sister knew. <laughs> everyone's sister, everyone's sister, I believe, is a therapist. This is my theory, and uh, or knows it, or, or has therapist friends, and. Uh, and they rated the cards for us from one to a hundred, and the object of my little game, SH happens, is uh, you're putting these cards. You're trying to guess the correct order. You're you're picking cards. You're drawing cards, and you're putting them in order. And that's my little game. So you put this game together, and people, it's not in stores. No, I couldn't picture pitching this to. Hasbro or Mattel. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I don't know how that pitch would work. But it's but, but the way to get it. The what? It's a very easy way to get it. If you go to you go to the Kickstarter page for the game. Yes, I and we have. Uh, yes, it's available now. It's live on Kickstarter. I'm learning. 
I'm learning about crowdfunding as I go. As you know, Tom, I'm I'm eight years behind on all of these things. It takes me eight years to find sure. all these all these things. So I'm just now discovering Kickstarter. Sure. How, how's that going for you? Yeah. Are you just? Going, it's going great. It's on the internet. Uh huh. Yeah, you're just <laughs> loving. You're loving. Uh, loving it. Kickstarter. It's on, it's on the World Wide Web. Uh-huh. I'm sure there are uh, eight other better sites now that I, I have yet to discover, but. Uh, I run about seven or eight years uh, behind everyone. But but yeah. people can go to Kickstarter. It's basically like buying. It's like pre-ordering the game. You know, more. Well, or less. it's it's that's right. It's 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 uh, as you know it, I, how it works. If uh, if enough people pledge, and we're doing great actually, it's 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 actually kicking kicking ass mm-hmm. on Kickstarter. Um, but enough people enough people pledge, and you hit your funding goal, and then you're obligated. To have the game manufactured, and mm-hmm. I guess it, I hope it's a way it's a way to uh, to sell the game to some of the major distributors. Sure, if they people see that 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 uh, yeah. that everybody wanted a copy of it, that's it's not unprecedented. Uh, you go into bookstores now, or uh, or uh, some toy stores, and you see games that started life on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's the plan. And uh, and pe- people can go. How on? Where on Kickstarter? What do they? What do they search on Kickstarter? Oh, you're being so generous. God bless you. Um, well, they have to spell the word. I guess they have to spell <laughs> the word. The toilet word that starts with S. Do you really not curse on I, the best show? Yeah, Is that I a try problem? not to? I, I started on on FMU and right. It was nice yep. not cursing, and it creates a good. It, I think it creates a nice place for for conversation to happen within. So I, I really do try to hold on to that. You I don't. It's 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 not necessary. You're absolutely right. Unless you're pitching a game called SH Happens. Yeah. I, this is what I have found. You just feel you right now feel hamstrung right now because you can't just you can't just well s- I'm, I'm spread like... that word. As far as yeah, as I have to go. I have to go to like I have to go to like death row or a whorehouse to really pitch my game <laughs> to, to really really give my full out pitch. So, wait, there's a, I'm looking at the page now. Yeah. So it's pretty much it's 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 as affordable as a game. It's twenty five bucks, thirty five bucks for the deluxe edition. Well, well, the deluxe edition. This is something I'm kind of proud of. If you're looking at the page, the deluxe edition has a decoy box cover, mm-hmm. a family-friendly box cover that actually fits over the original game. Yes. In case Grandma is uh, is coming over, mm-hmm. and or now I'm learning in case Tom Sharpling is coming over. Well, yes, I'm going to yeah. come over, and we don't want we don't like, want to rattle him. Sure, it'll be He's just like sensitive. yeah, it's like Cotton Mather. Uh, Coming in and just uh, sit as, it's like sinners in the hands of an angry god. I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm gonna turn you my are... nose up at the at the yeah, coarse language. Why, it's why we have a Tom Sharpling proof mm-hmm. decoy box yes. cover. The the uh, and uh, and this game, the cover for that is a game called Sunny Side Up. Yes, which to me. <laughs> The most troubling thing I can think of is somebody saying, "Ooh, I'd like to play that game." Yes, you'd have to. I think you. And then you mean they lift the decoy cover, uh, thinking they're about to play our little family-friendly Sunny Side Up, and they discover just a, the real game underneath. You, ha- I think you have to kill them or something. It's just like they open the thing, 
and then it's spiders might as well crawl out for what they yeah, because what they're expecting real, because my real game is is underneath yeah and yeah and uh yeah we'll be you'll be reading about those incidents soon enough yeah it's going to be like remember the movie Halloween 3 no no <laughs> when dear god well, no, Halloween 3 did not have the Mike Myers character in it. It did have these masks that people were buying. Halloween 3 was clearly a movie that they decided to call Halloween 3 two months before it came out. Like, they, that has nothing to do with the first two Halloween movies. Well, that is a great genre. That's a great, uh, that's a whole great category. I think one of the diehards was also a, maybe the fourth diehard was a completely different thriller. And they just kind of shoehorned the character into it. Yeah, they just go to uh, whatever thing on the software changes names. Yeah. And then you just <laughs> enter in John McClane. So Halloween 3 was, it didn't have the same killer, but it had it had the mask. It had the same look. No, no. It, had, it, it was basically this corporation was going to sell these Halloween masks that had chips in the back of them and as soon as they all got activated when the commercial with the with the the theme song for the for the thing played and then it made uh, turns everyone's head into uh spiders start crawling out of your head you mean it's like the manchurian candidate they're they're but with with, but with spiders yeah with with your head turning into spiders. Other than otherwise, it's just well, like I don't Manchurian know. I don't know if you and I have sold any of any copies of my game, but I believe you've just you're now responsible for a million downloads tonight for Halloween. For 3. Halloween three people are gonna yeah yeah. Nobody. But this game, S or as you call it S H, because you're just trying to get that one letter well, closer. I'm to, to I'm the, trying to provoke you. Yes, I'm trying just, to scare you. Well, you just you feel you're just so tempted to get to the finish line on that. Third and fourth letter, it must just be killing you. It is. Well, or, or I'm saying I don't have enough confidence in your audience to know what word I mean. If I, if I only give them one letter hint. Uh-huh. But they, it's a, I can picture this game. This seems like a fun game that you can play with a group of people and everybody can, everybody can argue about the ranking and all that yes, stuff that goes your, with you, it. You find yourself arguing things like, is uh, getting hit by lightning worse than finding a dead hooker in your bed? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a conversation you don't have every day. It really is a fun party game with your friends. Yeah, uh, the gameplay really is really fun. So, and this is now. This goes for the next twenty. Look at this. Twenty-eight days to go, and you're already you're you're already a third of the way there. That's a that's exactly with a Kickstarter. That's huge. I th- well, uh, it seems to be doing well, especially since it's we're having trouble having people find it. I don't, you know, this is my first rodeo, so mm-hmm. I don't have anything sure to compare it to. And now, I'm just no wait. It just went down. Actually, <laughs> I think, I, is such a thing possible? <laughs> it's going. It just Dear went down God. again. It just went. Andy, I don't know how to tell you this. It just went yeah, down again. We're back. We're back to go. <laughs> you're back. Yeah. It's the you're, Benjamin Button of Kickstarter campaign. You're back. You're back <laughs> to just your house being filled with this game. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. I, I'll be pulling up in the driveway tonight with a with a truckload truckload of games. So. So what else is going on, Andy? You're working on you're doing well, seven second play every week. During a, this is all happening during a hiatus. I, I still am getting 
writing work to to pay the rent and feed the feed the little ones. Uh, I have a I have a cop show, not not unlike Monk. They I kind of inherited a cop show. There was a a showrunner that uh, fell out, and and they asked me to fill in. And as I filled in, and we wrote uh, we broke a few stories. You remember that. You know, you remember you remember being there for that in the writers' room, breaking these mystery stories. That actually is my favorite part. So we broke these stories. We were ready to roll. We cast the lead. It's a female cop, and uh, we hired an actress. And uh, a week later, she announced that she was committing pregnant. suicide. Well, yeah, <laughs> committing suicide would have been, I think, would have been not as disruptive. She was uh, pregnant. Okay, and uh, I guess everyone knows the you know the laws now that they protect they protect women in these uh, situations R- rightly so she can't lose her job she mm-hmm. can't be fired so uh, we're on hiatus uh, waiting for this actress to have a mm-hmm. baby sure waiting and I'm sure you can't wait to see this baby more than anyone. You're probably slightly more excited for this baby than – Baby's a lot of trouble. It better be a damn cute baby. That's uh-huh. all I can say. So that would film over the summer maybe? Well, I, well we were supposed to, of course, be in Toronto. Uh, we were supposed to have wrapped by now. But uh, uh, she's uh, she's having her baby later in the summer. I guess she'll have a few months to bond with the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I guess we're in Toronto – this winter, at least that's the the plan. But we'll see. There's been in in the interim, there's been a shakeup at the network, uh, and uh, things may be in flux. But I have nothing to worry about because I have my sh happens. Yeah, I'm a, a toy and game mogul. You're just gonna be. I'm bulletproof, baby. You're gonna just be saying, "Wait, what was that show again?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm. We're working on an expansion pack. <laughs> Right now, Dear God. my sister's it's, on the line. I'm trying to I'm run a couple things by I'm her. Laughing. I'm laughing because it, it, you're striking a little bit of a nerve. It's kind of kind of true. Uh, you know, it would be. Uh, it would. I'd love to do this uh, full time. I, mm-hmm. I, I've had more fun developing games than anything. But, but that's the thing. In all seriousness, you've always, and it's something I truly do admire about you. You've always gone where your creative uh instincts have told you to go because you started as a folk singer and then you and then writing you were having some success at that and but then well success is an elastic word that's a that's that's sure but but plenty of people don't get off that train they stay on the train and they try another approach to it or they keep living the same dream but then you you had the urge to do other things and well, you do. actually do ad- them i've always admired guys you know that well seriously if you want to talk seriously i yeah. i really have admired guys that have reinvented themselves mm-hmm. especially in midlife you know al franken is a friend and a hero of mine you know and sure. conan o'brien i i love the conan o'brien story where you know he kind of stood up and said why not me and uh uh, uh so i yeah i i do admire that and uh We'll see what happens. I don't know if my story will be a, a cautionary tale or or uh, or one that uh, well, no, it's, people will point to. Look, you've always done – I think it's great. And if you're going to be in you know something – You know to, what the secret is? And I, I think you – the secret is you really have to just get your head around uh, the fact that you may be embarrassed. You have to sort of – you have to tell yourself no one's ever died of embarrassment. Sure. And I've seen you – I've seen you kind of by sheer force of will make – 
similar decisions and go mm-hmm. out on a limb and take a risk. And you know the risk is one of the one of the biggest risks, at least for me, is you'll fail in front of your friends. It's so public, you know. Sure, sure. That's a, and that's um, a... you just have to if you can accept that that mm-hmm. risk, um, then then the world really does open up. Absolutely, and it just I, it, there's no. You're right. Nobody ever died from it, and the the thing that would really haunt you is if, if the things you think about, you wish you tried, and if yeah. you if you let people's potential Schadenfreude or whatever it would be. Yeah, then you're you're paralyzed. Yeah, if that Although could stop I really, you. In the last, you know, since Kickstarter started, I really do believe I may be the first guy to die of embarrassment. Mm-hmm. I, I may well, I may break some medical record here. I think it's you, there's there's a whole video up there. Uh, look, I have the game, and the game, it really, it, it, I have the one with the with the uh, sunny side up fake lid. Oh, you have the fake cover. Yes, I do. Yeah, I have the game. I'll play this game, right? I'll play it. You Me know what? And that's Mike my blurb. And... Uh, that's my blurb on on my. Uh, that's my uh, blurb for the next hit. I'll play this game, Tom Sharpley. All dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> Play, play dot 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 <laughs> this game. <laughs> oh, and uh, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote you on that. Well, people can people should check it out over at Kickstarter and uh, I, uh, Tom. I know I know you I know uh, you have uh, a whole show ahead of you, and I know you're coming up on the hour where you won't be complaining, which no. I, I don't want to miss. Well, it's also um, we also do have a busy show uh, later in the program. Uh, Ron Jeremy's going to call up and talk about uh, his new version of Yahtzee. <laughs> so that's my competition. Uh, fantastic. Well, I, hey, it's, it was great hearing your voice again, and thanks for yeah. your time. Oh, of course. Thank you, Andy, for, okay, for calling brother. in. I I'll appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you very soon. You take care. Okay, man. Bye. All right. Now I can't complain. It is 10 p.m. It has begun. I cannot complain, and I got to talk about these things you people want to talk about. If people are going to call, I'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. And the guys out there, Dudio and AP Mike and Pat Byrne, and is anybody else out there? Hatch is here. Hatch. They uh, they can be the arbiters of whether I've uh, whether I've complained or not. So I will trust them with that. Best show. Well, hello. Hi. <laughs> hey, this is Coop. Hey, Coop. How are you? I am just fine. Oh, this is an, this is an easy one. Well, I hope so. <laughs> it's Coop, the artist. Coop, everybody knows. Uh, you can also add celebrity DJ to my resume. Artist slash celebrity DJ Coop, <laughs> who is known... You find, and Coop is a hard thing to search sometimes, so I guess Art of Coop, is that what generally how people find you? Yes, it's the Art of Coop or the Art of Coop or my many social media outlets. You can find me there. So, uh, yes, you, sir, I noticed you were on a bit of a trip. Yes, I had an, I had an epic road trip to Austin, which... Re- actually sort of restored my faith in humanity just a tiny little bit. So wow. I thought it might be appropriate under your your subject tonight that it, about complaining and not complaining. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I um, 
I drove out to Austin in my 1946 Ford, which I've done before, without incident. Mm-hmm. And uh, went out to a big hot rod show, had a great time. I, I DJ'd as part of my new career as a celebrity DJ. Okay. I DJ'd at the Austin Speed Shop and uh, had a very fun time until some guy who was wearing a golf hat came up and asked me if I had any Journey to play. Journey? <laughs> yeah, and I was play- at this point I was playing like basically like old punk rock 45s and like the sweet and things mm. of things of that nature. Sure. The good stuff. So I, I just laughed in his face cause I actually thought he was joking and he, as evidenced by the fact that he turned bright red, he was not joking. And he angrily pointed a finger at the turntables and said, you know, not everyone likes this kind of music and stormed. Out. <laughs> well, so to, to each his own. Exactly. To each and everyone else, everyone else seemed to enjoy it. So. Sure. I don't mind a Journey song now and again. Oh, there's nothing wrong with Journey in the proper context. Yes. But, you know, you, you, drop, you drop the needle on a Journey song right after, uh, you know, Noise and Noise by the Buzzcocks. It's going to kind of kill the mood. So. Sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, that's you, know, you can't go from... Uh, Wheel in the sky to noise and noise. Exactly. You understand. I, You're a DJ. I you get it. it. I'm trying. <laughs> Is this coming off? I'm not. I haven't complained yet, have I, guys? You have not yet. No. Okay. Good. I haven't heard any complaints. Okay. I'm not even sure what complaining is anymore. Awesome. I feel like mm-hmm. I could probably say anything in that lilting voice. And uh, maybe slide past the guys. Well, that's the lesson that the Dalai Lama has taught us all. Use a use a lilting voice. Yes. And nobody can, nobody pays attention to what you're actually saying. Exactly. <laughs> so so now. The important part of my – well, I will say, though, that Austin is an awesome town for record stores. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I got I got some um, – I came home with a giant box full of 45s. The Breakaway Records, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a shout-out now. This is a shout-out. Breakaway Records in Austin, Texas, that is a great record store. Okay. Breakaway. But anyway, yes. Very good. So, anyway, the important part of the story as regards the topic of the evening is, so we left Austin uh, after having a wonderful time, and I'm driving back in my, as I mentioned, 1946 Ford, which is, you know, normally very reliable. I don't have any problems. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, we're driving just outside. We, when we're just outside of a little town, and I mean a little town, called Ozona, Texas, all of a sudden I hear this noise like somebody's shaking nuts and bolts in a coffee can and nothing, no power. I coast over to the side of the road. So, you know, I'm stuck in the middle of, you know, the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I start, I, I, luckily I have an iPhone. I get on the phone. I start calling all of my 
hot rod buddies, and they're like, oh, yeah, I know somebody. Five minutes later, I get a call from this guy in El Paso, this guy named Sergio. And he says, okay, I can help you bring the car to my shop. So luckily I was traveling with a guy who had, he had his beautifully restored hot rod on a trailer, which he took off of the trailer and drove it so that he could put my hunk of junk on the trailer, mm-hmm. which that right there, that's a, that's a noble gesture. So we get into El Paso and Sergio and his brother, they have a place called Plaza Transmission there. Basically, for two days, he and his brother and the two other guys that worked there just dropped what they were doing to work on my stupid car. Wow. And we pretty much disassembled the entire car until we figured out that the rear end, one of the gears in the rear end, had just completely, like, shredded. It looked like, you know, when you go to the hero store and they have that big cone of meat? Like mm-hmm. if you spray painted that silver, that's what the gear looked like. It was it was amazing. Like a shredded, so, like a gyro. Yes. And uh, have you so, seen? Never mind. Yes, please. <laughs> no, I was going to talk about Arby's commercials. Oh, that that could have that veered dangerously close to it. A, a complaint. <laughs> we have the meat. And how about that great commercial for Sabra Hummus where the dad is like, you know what I'd put it on? Meat. Meat. <laughs> to each his own, I say. Exactly. To each his See, own. You're, you're, I, I, li- I like this new tone. Oh, thank you. So, so anyway, you know, these guys, they did an amazing job, even though none of us, none of the people there had ever done this particular job before rebuild a rear end on a 70-year-old car. We managed to get the parts shipped to us next day. We took the whole thing apart. We put it back together, got the thing on the road, ran like a dream. So I packed the car all up. I'm ready to make my late-night getaway back to L.A., and, of course, the thing that I have hanging over my head is these poor guys have been working on this car for mm-hmm. two days. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I can see the numbers adding up. So, you know, finally, somebody's got to break the ice, and I just say, all right, what do I owe you guys for this? Mm-hmm. And Sergio's sitting there in his chair in his office, and he goes, well, you know, he said, you, pay, you, you paid for all the parts that had to be shipped in. And he said, I think I paid for like $38 worth of other parts. So if you take care of that, we're good. Wow. And I'm like, oh my and I'm like no. And, yeah, I'm in shock. And so I, I basically argued with him to, like, take some money from me. Mm-hmm. I ended up giving him some money, but I did not give him anywhere near the amount of money he deserved for the amount of work that his shop mm. had put in. Wow. So that's so, that's that, that's fantastic, Coop. Isn't that a lovely story? Yes. Are you going to send it, him a nice drawing? I, well, I actually I already gave him I gave him a ton of stuff mm. already, but I already have a plan to make him a nice drawing mm-hmm. of his uh he he has a he has a beautiful hot rod. It's a 33 Ford sedan that was an old border patrol car 
So it has the old Border Patrol logo painted on the doors, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of cool. He's probably not a Trump supporter, I would imagine. But uh, you know, you know what amazes me with these? I can't talk about car like, oh, he had a this kind of car, and it's like I'm like, yeah, I think my car needs to like, what? Is this a complaint? I don't. I don't think this is a complaint. This oh. is an observation. This is a complaint. Is it? Uh, I don't think so. I'm com- I'm complaining that I can't talk about. Is was that really a complaint? I don't. I if it was, I'll I'll count it. I'm on your Fine. side. It's a complaint. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna err on the side of things. <laughs> Dudio. Dudio said it was a complaint. I mean, <laughs> there you go. He's, he's holding me to the letter of the law. Complaint. So that's $10. <laughs> we'll go to the animal shelter, and then $10 will go to, uh, we'll start it with Pat. Pat's got $10 first. Well, it's a, it's a nice gesture at any rate, even though I feel... It was more of an observation of your character rather than a complaint. Yes. I, I admire people who can talk about cars. Yeah, see, see, this, is, this goes back to the whole tone of voice thing. It's all about how you frame it. It's okay. not necessarily right. the, the content of what you're saying. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. All right, Coop. I, I got to get the lines are all lit up. People want to try to set me off here. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I was trying to do the opposite of no. I appreciate you're trying to run out the clock for me. I appreciate it. (laughs) But but these uh, the the fine guys out there would not be able to stand for it if I didn't. Thank you. You have a great. All right. I'm glad you're home safe and you have a great night. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Best show. Hey Tom. Hi. Who's this? This is Kim from Bloomington, Indiana. Kim from Bloomington, Indiana. What's up, Kim? Hey, Tom. I kind of have the same idea as Coop. I don't want you to complain. Okay. <laughs> Even well, though I like animal charities. I just wanted to share some good news I have. Sure. What's that? I'm getting, I have um, headaches a lot, and I'm getting Botox That's for my That's the good headache. news? Oh, okay. There's more. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was the good news is that you get headaches a lot. I was like, <laughs> no. wow, you're a really positive person. If you Super positive. Yes. So you get headaches a lot and you are getting Botox? Yeah. And that helps with I'm, headaches? It helps headaches. And I'm 25 and I don't have a lot of wrinkles, but I'll be totally wrinkle-free <laughs> too. Okay. Um, I just want your headaches to stop and, and you... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yes, that's all I want for you. Me too. Me too. And I'm getting glasses this week, well, um, which well that, is pretty Sure, that might help exciting. with your headaches also. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Do you have exciting stuff happening this week or? Um, Not really, no. And that, I'm not complaining about not having exciting stuff going on. I'm just just saying <laughs> I don't have anything exciting, and that's fine too. You're just stating the facts. Just stating the facts. All right. Well, best of luck with your with your Botox and, and new glasses, and I hope the headaches go away. Thank you, Tom. Have a good night. You too. Best show. Thank you, Tom. Have a good 
Hey, Tom. This is Adam from Tampa. Adam from Tampa. How are you tonight, Adam? I'm quite well. How are you, Tom? I'm good. So how about this uh, Grateful Dead tribute album that the National's working on? The National are working on a Grateful Dead tribute album. Yeah, like a huge like six CD uh, box set. How many CDs? Like six CDs. Six CDs. Wow. That's for fans of the Grateful Dead. I'm sure that's super exciting. Yeah. I'm, I, for one, am thrilled. What are some you of the artists on there? Excited. What are some of the artists? Who are some of the artists on there that you're looking most forward to hearing cover the Grateful Dead? Oh, probably Ira from Yola Tango. Sure. Do you know what song he's doing? The, the name of the track, but what I'm really excited about mm-hmm. is Unknown Mortal Orchestra doing Shakedown Street. Mm. Intriguing. Is that a good song, Shakedown Street? I enjoy it, yes. Okay. Because I think the Grateful... Uh, I think the Grateful Dead are a taste uh, that that is acquired, and some some people, it eludes them, and other people find it, and I guess... Everyone should enjoy what they enjoy, right? I've 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 got to hand it to you, friend. That's a, a very conservative estimate of a band that I've heard you say not as uh, you know nice things about. Well, what are some things I've said about them in the past? Well, bits and pieces. I don't remember specifically. I couldn't remember either. Actually, I can, but I can't say. I I don't know. Like, I think they probably come to mind pretty easily. The things I've said in the past, maybe a couple of them. Sure. Now, this I am I am I obligated to say these things because he's asking me to. Judges, you don't think so? I don't think so either. Yes, exactly. No, I'm I'm not saying you're obligated to say those things. No, no, of course you're not. So when does this when does this Grateful Dead tribute album come out? Uh May twentieth. It supports the Red Hot Foundation. Ah, so it goes to a good cause. Yeah. Well that sounds very worthwhile. And it's Mike's wearing his cowboy hat. Mike just handed me a note here. His handwriting leaves something to be desired, but I'm not complaining. Is that a complaint? No. What? The Grateful Dead have a 78 box set coming out next month. Well, that sounds enjoyable if you're a fan of the Grateful Dead. I don't think I'll be purchasing that one. I'll save uh, my money for things that are more uh, aligned with my tastes. You know, I really want to see money go to an animal shelter, but man, I got to applaud your restraint. You're kind of the master of this. Thank you. You have a great night. You. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Oh, it's Dan and Carney. How are you? Dan and Carney. Yeah. How's it going? It's going well. Um, yeah. What, what's, how are you? Well, um, yeah, so you hear me okay? Um, 
I notice your radio is still on in the back. Oh, oh sorry. I'll, I'll solve that. And it's okay, feeding that through. That sounds better, yes. Oh, okay, thank, good. Thank you. Good. I'm glad, that, glad that's the case. So, so you're a basketball fan, right, Tom? I am, yes. I love the and NBA. Now, yeah, now the, your team of choice, is that is that the Knicks, right? I like plenty of teams, Dan. I, I, uh, when I wrote for basketball magazines, it taught me to appreciate the players uh, and to not be hung up on rooting for just one team. Well, Which, that's true, but, but, but if you're like... Well, no, know, that's true, period. That's, I'm well, only speaking for myself. I can say that's true for me, period. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. So what do you think of, now, Phil Jackson, what do you think of the job he's done? Uh-huh. I think he's... Hmm. How's he done for the Knicks? I think he's done a terrible job for the Knicks, and I hope they run him into the Hudson. For <laughs> I know that's a complaint, and I'm buying that one. <laughs> I hope he gets walked out of New York right into the Hudson like the like the overrated bum that he is. I just bought one. So there's that. <laughs> One for Dudio. Cool. Now, now I know you're not such a hockey guy, though, right? No, I, I never. I've tried, and hockey—the appeal of hockey—has eluded me. Yeah, because yeah, it's been tough for my Devils, but I think we really have a good chance. I think mm -hmm. that we're really going to pull things yeah. together this coming year. Could I? Could I respectfully ask you to not say "we" in regard to your team, um, unless you're a player for them now, and I missed that news. That's a complaint? I, That's a complaint. Is that really a complaint? All right. Three complaints and $10 for Mike. Well, that's good. How do you feel about Mike getting uh, 10 of your dollars? Fine by me. Fine by me. Mike, I want nothing but the best for Mike. And Mike knows nothing that. Nothing but the best? Mike knows that. Yes, absolutely. Nothing but the best. So even if he takes a popular, unpopular stance, he's entitled to his opinion, just as now, you or I am. You know. Now, now. So one question, serious question, because you talked about sponsors. What What would you do if, like, say, Australian Dream, whatever that Chuck Woolery thing is, Australian Dream? What if sure. they wanted to sponsor the best show? I would have to consider it and and make my choice based on what I was comfortable representing the best show. I've made. So like the, go ahead. So the Chuck the Chuck the Chuck Woolery Moto Looter the Moto Lure I'm sorry the Chuck Woolery Moto Lure best show would that be unacceptable? If Chuck Woolery's name was in the yeah in the company that wanted to sponsor the best show, right? Exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't be into that. You wouldn't be into that. No, I you wouldn't. Know. Is that well, a Tom, I, I want. I, I think that. Do you think this calls? I mean, I, I'm doing okay, right? I'm You're, not gobbling up all the time. I hope it's a fantastic call, Dan, and I appreciate you uh, participating in tonight's show. Have a great evening. Best show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the best show. Hey, Tom. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, who's calling? Uh, this is Rich from Chicago. Rich from Chicago. How are you tonight, Rich? I'm doing okay. This is a hard day of work, but, you know, I'm, I'm not complaining. 
Neither am I. That's good. Um, I just uh, I just listened to last week's episode, and um, I was wondering if I could pitch you my idea for best duo. Sure. I feel like this is like one of the quintessential comedy duos. Um, okay. Frasier Crane and Roz Doyle. Mm-hmm. From the show Frasier. Right, right. Would would they make your list? I mean, I yeah, totally. Okay. Um, I feel I, like you should like them as a radio person. Okay. Like you and Frasier should be like synonymous, right? Well, you're entitled to feel that way. I don't. So you don't like that show? The show Frasier? I think yeah. it's. I think it, it seems like a well-written show, but it's never captured my fancy. Mm. Have you? Do you have a good Frasier impression? Uh, there's him saying, um, "This is not my métier." Uh, <laughs> that time when he was talking about comedy, and he was telling, him, and then there's, "Oh, good lord." <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, all right. So you wouldn't put them on the top 50? Um, we have a full house on that list. 51? They'll, they'll just have to make your list, my friend. You have a great uh-huh. night. Best show. Hey, this is Adam from KC. Adam from KC, how are you tonight? Good. Um, I just had an encouraging word from the Bible for you about complaining tonight. Okay, thank you. I would like to hear this. Um, It comes from Ephesians, and it says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only that what is good for building up. Hey, any chance you could, uh, for broadcast quality, any chance you could keep the phone to your mouth, please? Oh, sorry. It says, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, Tom, but only such as good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. Okay. That's a, that's a very a very intriguing quote. I will give that some more thought. And I just wanted to say, uh, I'm, I'm really glad that the best show's back. I didn't know it was back. It's okay. great to hear you guys again. That, and, uh, is, when, when did you find out the show was back? Oh, well, like a, fr- a friend last week, like, was telling me that he's like a Hollywood handbook friend or whatever. And, okay. Uh, and he was telling me that your show was back or whatever. And I was, uh, you're, I, I, this is a bullseye right here. This is a, congratulations what? on this one, bro. You oh. are, this is what? a, okay. this is a, if we were playing darts, you would, you could turn away from the dartboard right now. Because you just hit a bullseye. Well, I, I just wanted to call and encourage you. And uh-huh. I, I, oh, thank you for the encouragement. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, have a nice night. You too. No complaints in there. Best show. Is this, I want to talk to Tom. This is Tom. Is this, hey, Tom. Uh-huh. This is Roger in Denville, New Jersey. How okay. are you? Okay, I'm good. I'm good, Roger. Good. I, I, I'm going to travel for work soon. I wanted some advice from you. Okay. What can I give you advice on? Uh, just like I, I need to fly, and I've never done that for business. I know you travel for business pretty often. Do you have any recent experiences or anything 
advice you could give to me? Hmm. I haven't done it where you. I have to get on the plane and then stay in a hotel for a couple okay. days. Sure. It's going to be down in Florida. Okay. Well, I'm sure you can do it. I believe in you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, are you scared? Uh, I'm a little bit scared. What are you scared I, of? Well, really just being in the plane and it being a little cramped. The plane being a little cramped. Have you been on a plane ever? This will be... Maybe my second or third time. Second or third time. You're not sure which one it is? No, sir. Okay. I I, I believe I would remember something like that, but I guess people's memory can be, uh, can, be uh, can slide around for certain things don't carry the weight that other things carry. Yeah, I'm going to load up my iPhone with podcasts. I think I'll probably put... Some Comedy Bang Bang on sure. there. Well, I was just on Comedy Bang Bang. Did you hear it? No, I didn't listen to that one. Mm -hmm. Who were okay. you on there with? John Daly. It was fun. Oh, John Daly. He's doing great. He sure is. I oh. see him all the time. He, he seems to be on, like, what's he on, four or five different TV shows now? He's all over the place, and I'm proud of him. Yeah, I'm too. So funny. He was so funny on Kroll's show. Sure. I thought so as well. Did you ever do anything with uh, Nick Kroll? He was in a video I directed for Real Estate, yes. For the band Real Estate. Oh, did you, did you keep up with him? Have you seen him recently? I did. I saw him in Los Angeles. I had a nice conversation with him. That's great. Yeah, it sure is. What? What? what what's the end game here, bro? Did you fly back from L.A.? Yeah, of course I flew back from L.A. What time was the flight? What time was the flight? Noon. What's that like getting to the airport around noon of LAX? Yes, it was LAX, funnily enough. That's how I chose to leave Los Angeles, by way mm. of LAX. Hmm. Hmm. Did you take a cab there? Hmm. No, I didn't. I drove a rental car and dropped it off. What are you, Columbo? <laughs> See, I found the loophole. I'm not complaining. I'm just making fun of this dunce. <laughs> you tried, you dope. Yeah, I'm trying. I tried. Get off my phone. Was that a complaint? No, it wasn't. That, oh, God. That show. Hey, Tom, how's it going, man? It's good. How are you? Would you would you mind turning your GPS down, please? Sure, exactly. Okay, it's it's down. It's off. Sorry about that. Who? Hey, who? Uh, I can't. Yes, yes. Go ahead. Um, my name is Michael. I'm calling from outside of Portland. Okay. I I could use your expertise. Uh huh. Uh, there was a band I saw open for the Jesus and Mary chain back in 1987. Okay. And I've never been able to find anything about them. And what, 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 where did you see them? I saw them out in California. Okay. Uh, in LA. And what, what, what did they sound like? Um, I don't really remember what they sounded like, but it, I liked their gimmick. Uh, the lead singer was dressed like a junior high principal with like a tweed coat. And patches, and he had like a beard. Um, 
the drummer was dressed as a jock, and then the uh, the guitar player kind of looked like Robert Smith, and they were called Art Fag. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think I'm gonna lose. Yeah. So. So what? Wh- so you didn't need me at all in this. I I do. I I've looked and I've Googled and mm-hmm. you know I've looked around and I just uh-huh. I haven't been able to find anything. Sure. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I thought maybe you'd know something yeah, about Chicago I think music. You, goodbye. Yeah, I know that's a complaint, but that guy sucked. Fine. That guy sucked. That was so annoying what that guy did. Pat gets another $10. God, that guy was annoying. No more talking about him. Best show. Oh, hi. Hi. My name's Alana. Hi, Alana. How you doing? Very good. How are you? Good. I'm here to improve your demographic diversity. Thank you. I, anytime. Glad to help out. I think I'm supposed to make you complain, though, right? That's like the deal? That's what callers are trying to make happen, sure. But you're too good for that. I'm you trying. I'm trying. Yeah. I've, I've you're a regular thing, dude. Four times I've, I've complained in the last half hour, but I'm trying. I personally am a fan of complaining. I rather enjoy it and look I, for excuses to do it. Well, thank you. I, I, I enjoy complaining. And it's a it's a it's a touchstone of the show, but for an hour we're not doing that. Oh, good luck with that. That's going to be hard. Thank you. But uh, yeah, so like, I am a well on the weekends anyway. I'm a black lady. I, <laughs> the rest of the week I'm white, but you know, no, I'm actually I'm mixed and I'm female. So that's got to like help your diversity thing, right? I want anybody who has something to say is welcome to call, and I would like everybody is welcome to be a part of the show. I love it when we get people other than dudes, but if dudes are the ones who are out there listening and they're the ones who pick up the phone, I can't do anything about that. But I love that you called. Well, thank you. Yeah, my my husband would be the the dude, and yeah, he's the white guy in your demographic. That like, yeah, <laughs> the computer programmer guy. But you know, he's he's converting me over to to fandom and and educating me. Great. I know nothing about rock and all that stuff, but he, I'm learning. What are you a fan of? Um, <laughs> I'm the boring nerdy type. I listen to audiobooks and uh, talk radio and crazy stuff like that. Like, what um, kind of talk radio do you listen to? Um, Bible commentaries. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but only, you know, only when I'm sewing. I'm practically Amish, except for this whole radio thing. Everybody, I, I'm, I'm, I think it's great that you're, that if you're enjoying the show, I love it. Cool. And cool. I would like the show to be accessible to anyone. I don't see why it, sure, some of the references are a little, Inside baseball sometimes, but on the whole, it's just me talking, taking calls, and opening the phone lines to whoever wants to call. So I appreciate everyone's participation. That's a very brave stance to take. That is a very brave stance of you indeed, because I am sure in your years of doing this, you have run across some doozies. Well, it's it's par for the course, (laughs) and we all have fun with it. 
You are good. Well, you, you have truly good. Well, thank you. You, ha- I appreciate you saying that. You have a great night. Thank you. You too. Bye. All right, we're making it through. We're making it through. We are now. For people who don't know, until eleven p.m., I cannot complain, or I'm fined uh, ten dollars. Uh, ten dollars goes to an animal shelter. Ten dollars goes to one of the three guys out there working on the show. Besho, welcome to the program. Hi, Tom. This is Logan in Austin. Logan in Austin. What's up tonight, Logan? I wanted to invoke the uh, box set rule just for a moment. That Meaning, you I, bought I you you bought the Sharpling and Worcester box set, and I have I have afforded people who bought the box set a uh, a small window of of amnesty to ga- gain their to get their feet under them as they call if they're nervous or or unsure of themselves and so you bought the box set I actually bought two I bought one for my brother and one for myself Oh that's awesome I didn't want to share Thank you <laughs> uh I just wanted to say first off that uh I think you guys are doing an exceptionally awesome job Well thank you so uh, much Especially the half hour power has been incredibly uh, funny and amusing, and I really want to give a shout out to Dudio, Mike, Pat, and Kristen, and you, of course. But it's been it's been really great. It's a fun show to do. The half hour power, it's, the best show post show. Are we doing one tonight? All right, we'll do one tonight. I wanted to a few weeks ago. You were talking about you got in kind of a Trump mode about your podcast competition. Mm-hmm. And it really amused me. I really liked it. And I, it made me think that, uh, when I think about the podcasts that are popular today, I'm curious if any of them will have, uh, you know, 16 disc box sets that will be coming out in the future from, you know, uh, like archival mm-hmm. reissue record labels. And it just made me really appreciate what you're doing even more because I don't think many of those podcasts will stand the test of time. Well, thank you. I believe that the best show is better than any other show in existence and uh <laughs> we're doing what we do and we're the best and nobody's even a close second i agree and we're going to keep doing it and the gap is only going to widen as these other shows realize they cannot keep up with what we well do. i mean how many can they don't have the longevity they don't have the uh what do you call it the the uh the ability to last Thank you. The way that your show has. I appreciate it. Mike's telling me I, I have to move on. I did want to mention. Go ahead. No, go oh, ahead. Sorry. Go. No, no, no. It's all yours. It's all yours. I'm not trying to make you complain, but a few weeks ago, Mike shared a story during the half hour power about uh-huh. an incident with a, uh, a vagrant. And hmm. I think I wanted to call you out on restraining yourself for not complaining about that because when I heard it, I my, just I immediately thought, this is... Is this what this has become? Mm-hmm. But I thought it was handled with a plum. Thank you. And it was really funny as well. I appreciate it. We try to be entertaining, and I appreciate when callers say we succeeded. You have a grand evening. Best show. Is this me? It is you. Welcome to the best show. Uh, thank, thank you. Uh, Tom, this is Sam from Austin. Uh, you might, you might, you actually might know me. I, I got Mike his cowboy hat. Mike's wearing the cowboy hat tonight. I heard. I'm so happy. I'm sure you're happy too. Yes. And where? Where did you what, buy that hat? You, 
uh, sorry, what was that? Where did you buy the hat? I bought it on Amazon. I was I was uh, hard pressed to find mm-hmm. the right hat uh, size for him, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I I spent some time uh, just sort of looking for one, mm-hmm. and then I found it. Uh, just Amazon. Who knew, right? All right, goodbye. You're boring. That's a complaint. I know. That's a complaint. Guy was so boring. I had to take the dude who gets another ten bucks. Best show. Dude who gets another ten bucks. Hello. Hey, uh, would you mind turning your radio down, please? Is this me? It is you. Welcome to the best show. I'm on. You are. Hey, man. Hey, man. What's up? Uh, just doing the show. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you were playing some cool music earlier. Th- thank you. I I would I like the music I was playing earlier, quite a bit. Yeah, you have good taste. Thanks so much. I was wondering if you uh uh have you ever listened to Steve Marriott? Steve Marriott, you mean from from um, the the Small Faces? Yeah, Small Faces. Uh-huh. He was in a, a few bands. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he was also in Humble Pie. Yeah, he was. The late I great bet. Steve Marriott. Yeah, Humble Pie though. Great band. Peter Frampton like was them. in Humble Pie too. Yes. Who? Peter Frampton. Frampton. Yeah, comes alive. That's his most popular album, indeed. But he was also in Humble Pie. Most, I told you. I bet the two of them, when they were in the band together, was pretty cool. Must have been monumental. Way back. See, you think you're you're, you think you're being funny with this, you douche. But you're not. Get off my phone. Was that a complaint? Was it? Wow. I, I think that's indisputable. Okay, fine. Another complaint. Pat Dudio Mike. Pat Dude Mike. Congratulations, Mike. Another 20. Best show. Hey, another, Tom. Another 10. I don't want to. Tom, it's Drennan. Hi. Oh, God. Hi, Drennan. <laughs> How's it going? Very good. Okay. Uh, I had something that I think would rile you up. I haven't. I've, I've just turned the show on. No, the heard. oh my God was not a complaint. Fair. What What do you have, Drennan? Um, I, has anybody uh, brought up vinyl yet? The show vinyl. Yeah. Uh, no. This is the first time tonight. The the theme song sounds like um, it sounds like it's the same as the Entourage theme song, but played at the wrong speed. That's a good. That's a that's a that's a funny observation. <laughs> it's um, my my friend Walt pointed out that um, it seems like he's he's never seen so many ex- over exaggerated reactions to cocaine by people who should know better. Sure, you know. I thought that was a pretty good hot take. It's a funny take. It was funny when I had it a couple weeks ago. 
on the oh, okay, show. Okay, yeah, fair. Yeah, 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 you did. Sure. Yeah. So your your friend Walt, uh, if he's bringing the house down, he might want to uh, <laughs> he might want to tighten his routines up. It's not. Yeah, he is. I guess. I guess that's a fair point. I'll. I can pass that feedback along to Walt. Yeah, it said your your option. I'm neither. It, it, it it's no uh, no uh, uh, skin off my nose if Walt doesn't know about that. Yeah, that's you know that's um, very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, I was yeah, that's all that's all I had. Well, best of luck to you with everything, Drennan. Best show. Hello. Hello. Hey. Uh, this isn't Tom. This is, hi. This is Tom. Oh. Wow. Uh, hey, Tom. This is, I'm um, Brian. Who? Uh, in Chicago. Your phone's cutting out. Is it cutting out? Can you hear me better now or no? That sounds a little better. Okay, that's good. Hmm. A little bit, hopefully. Okay. Well, you let me know if it's no good, Bill. Um, so I was just, uh, looking at this, uh, list of people who've been on this show, Bob's Burgers. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's a very popular show in terms of voice talent. Very, very wide, very wide net they cast. I know. Seems like, uh. You know, yeah, I you know that uh, John Worcester and myself were on The Simpsons, though the pretty much the most uh, renowned, uh, not even most renowned animated show. It, it, it's one of the most all time successful shows in history. <laughs> yep, that's true. I mean, we're on yeah. that. I'm proud of that. Yeah, that was uh, that was actually pretty good. I I saw that. I, I haven't been watching The Simpsons lately, okay. but I did tune in. For well, years. I'm glad it brought you back to the fold. Yeah, yeah, at least long enough before they end the thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. We watch um, what we want to watch, my friend. This is true. It is true. Um, I had, uh, I know I know it's a bit of a faux pas on the best show to call in about last week's uh, topic. It is. Best show. You, so you went with the five finger death punch version of Bad Company over the original. Interesting choice. Best show. Hi, Tom. How's it going? I am seriously agitated. Oh, I am. No. I've never felt more uneasy. Doing this show than I do right now. Oh no, it's tough. <laughs> that was a complaint. That's a complaint. <laughs> that was expressing how I felt. Fine, it's a complaint. 
grubbers. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. How's it going? This is Vic from Pennsylvania. Great. How are you, Vic? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I know you're a, uh, a big uh, Beach Boys fan. Indeed. And uh, I recently read that the uh, the leader of the Beach Boys is going to be uh, releasing a autobiography soon. Mm-hmm. So uh, Mike Love has, a, has his uh, story coming out pretty soon. So I would like finally... to read the Mike Love book. Yeah, he's going to finally get to tell the truth about what happened, about how he didn't get his due. Writing credits. I'm sure that's a a Rashomon situation to have been in the Beach Boys. Who knows where things landed? Yeah, I I, I know. We're going to find out finally. And, uh, you know, I've always been a Mike Love guy. I think, uh, you know, Brian, he's not in the band anymore, you know. and I think Mike, yeah. you know, has carried carried it on, and I just, you know, did, are you are you uh, you on with you on board with Mike? Not a big be- uh, uh, Beach Boys uh, fan of late, but mm-hmm. I'm sure those shows are wildly entertaining for fans of uh, the current incarnation. They're they're fun. They're fun. He uh, he wears uh, these really loud shirts. Um, I'm sure and, that plays at, to the to the room very successfully. It does. It does. It always goes over well. So, all right, that's all I have, Tom. Thank you. You have a great night. Best show, Tom. Hi. Hi. Uh, this is Alex in El Cerrito, California. How are you? I'm good. Alex, by any chance, are you calling via, via Skype? No, no. Should I have? Um, not necessarily. I was just wondering. I, mean, I, I can call back on Skype. If, that, if, that's if okay. Want. We're on the line now, and that we, we have a good okay. conversation okay. going. That's fine. Okay. I was just wondering about the quality of the call. I was, I was just wondering about it. It's, it, sounds, uh, it sounds different. Oh, I mean, I can hear you okay. You can hear me okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that, and I'm glad to know that the super expensive phone system is working. That's great to hear. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's. I can hear every word you say. This is great. This is great. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the the Warriors, and you're you're an NBA fan. Sure, I love the NBA, the Golden State Warriors. yeah, absolutely. They've, they've really had, you know, these past two seasons. I mean, you have to admit, I mean, they're clearly, I mean, this is like the greatest NBA team ever. I mean, there's no dispute about that. In terms of the, in terms of, uh, the numbers versus the competition in 2016, indisputable. Well, I, I'm not talking about 2016. I'm talking about, you know, you can just stack them up, you know, against any of the, any of the greats from any of the NBA. Teams in the past, I mean, they, I mean, clearly, clearly. I think it's an interesting discussion that could be had. I mean, I, I don't even know if it's really that much of a discussion. I mean, the, I mean, the, I mean, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson. I mean, uh, keep going. I mean, Draymond Green. Okay. I mean, sack sack those against any of the the, the top NBA players from from any season. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. Well, I, I uh, respectfully would I think that there's a, a, a uh, someone 
not myself, of course, could make a uh, a point of whether you put uh, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and uh, Dennis Rodman against those three, and then you see where you Ooh, end up. I, really, Rodman? Rodman you'd, you'd put against Draymond Green? Yeah, um, actually, yes, I would. Uh, Dennis Rodman's statistics, I believe, bear out his uh, success as a player. Well, sure. I mean, playing against all those, like, 90s Knicks teams, I mean, sure, you can pad your statistics against that, I mean, pretty easily. I'm, I'm, I mean, let's, sure. let's be fair. As opposed to uh, as opposed to the stats you get from playing against the Pelicans. From a, well, a monster sure. team Anthony like... Anthony Davis? Sure, yeah. Anthony, Anthony Davis? Davis not a, not a... Who was injured a fair amount of the season. Okay. The games still count, though, right? Of course they do. Okay. Right. You dick. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we. All right, I really lost my cool on that one. I'm gonna find myself twenty dollars on that one. I called the guy. A... Did you hear that, Mike? You missed it. I called him a D. I. He pushed me way past. I'm truly uncomfortable with this segment. I'm truly. I actually came close to cursing 10 minutes left um eight minutes actually best show uh hi todd no hi. this is connor from missouri hi connor uh, hi uh i'm a first time listener and caller so forgive me if i stutter a little bit that's okay um relax I, um so i i I am a first-time listener, and I know I've heard your voice before. You weren't by chance on Kevin Smith's podcast, Batman on Batman. I think you might be mistaking me for someone else. You sure? That wouldn't. I'm positive. I have never appeared on Kevin Smith's Fat Man, Fat Man on Batman podcast. I thought you were like the uh, like Spider-Man guy. Mm-hmm. Like you would call in about Spider-Man. You're mistaken. What's that? You're mistaken. You sure? Yes. Are you pulling my chain? I am not pulling your chain, sir. Oh. Um. Were you really on The Simpsons? I heard you say that to the other guy. Yes. What episode? One from Earl. <laughs> <laughs> wow you're you're very good at this sir one from earlier this season from march oh yeah i haven't watched it since like season 10 because i think that's kind of when the quality dropped off okay. to each his own i enjoy the simpsons okay was it like around the time when Lady Gaga guest starred? Because I know that was an all right one. I'm not familiar with her it. with her uh, with her voice uh, talent uh, appearances. AV Club gave it like a A minus, I think. So no. good stuff. I think that's a feather in the cap of my friends who write on The Simpsons. Congratulations yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can watch them all on uh, the FX Now app. 
You might want to check it out. Perhaps I will. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, you ever think you might, like, do a video version of this? Of this? Unlikely. Yeah. Why? It just doesn't seem like something I'm interested in at this, uh, at this time. I think all you need to do is, like, set up a webcam. Mm-hmm. Sure. That would... Yeah. That's not my... Uh, that's... That's not what I'm interested in as insofar as my entertainment goes. But if it entertains others watching broadcasts via video cameras set up in the studio, I'm happy that they found the entertainment that they appreciate. Yeah, I know Jimmy Pardo does it, and it's pretty cool. Why haven't you been on that show? It's never not funny. Schedules didn't work out, my friend. Oh. You guys have, like, a lot of common music interests, I've noticed. Like, kids, Paul's family. Sure. I would actually say Jimmy Pardo's uh, musical interests differ wildly from mine. I think you're mistaken, sir. Well, you, you're you the Spider-Man guy, right? No, that seems to be a common misperception. I am not. Oh. You might want to get that cough looked at, my friend. You sound ill. Take care. Best show. Oh, Tommy, Tommy. We love you, Tommy. How are you, Tommy? We love you, Tommy. Who, who is this? Hey, Tommy. Long time, my brother. Oh, my goodness. How are you, my old friend? Who is this? Captain Jack, my brother. Hey, no, this is, this sounds like an impersonation of Captain Jack. Uh, this is Captain Jack. How you been? You been good? I'm good. I miss you, man. Miss you. It's a long time. You take care of yourself, my friend. A lot of water. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. This is Danielle in Las Vegas. Danielle in Las Vegas, how are you? I'm good. Um, so I've been listening to your show for a few months now. My husband introduced it to me, and I've been listening to some of the archives. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering what happened to Larry the Perv. I, I feel like the show wasn't really complete without him. Well, he calls on occasion. I can't control when he calls or doesn't call. He does have his fans. And, I, and I'm just kind of missing when, when you, you host, used to host with Spike. I would say the same uh, terms apply to Spike. As applied to Larry the Perv. He, he, I thought he was a host. No, Spike was never actually a host of the show. Oh. Yes. No, Spike was not a host. Neither was Larry the Perv. Okay. Well, it's good anyway now. Oh, I'm well, really thank you. It. We're trying our darndest over here to put on the best version of the show we can each and every week. I'm glad you feel like we're doing an okay job. We'll keep I trying. did 
Okay, and I, I just have to tell you, I did um, mention the show to a friend, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Are we done? I don't know. Are we? Yes. Final calls. I'll, I'll let these final three people participate in this. Best show. Hi, Tom. This is Jess from Austin. Jess from Austin. How are you, Jess? I'm good. How are you? Very good. So, Tom, I love comparing celebrities to people. In terms of their appearance? Their appearance, totally. So I'm sitting here thinking, what does Tom, who does he look like? And I'm curious if mm-hmm. you've ever gotten that you look like a mix of Mark Ruffalo and Bruce Valanche. <laughs> that is very funny. Funny? Yeah. I mean, it could also be a compliment. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate each of us sees a different thing when we look in the mirror, I guess. Uh-huh. Totally, yeah. So who do you think you look like if you had to do a mix? If I had to do a mix, I well, I wouldn't because um, it's a it's a game I'm, I'm I choose not to play. But the but the Mark Ruffalo and Bruce Valanche, I'm pretty I'm pretty close on that one, right? It's pretty good. Uh, you'd have to you'd have to determine that for yourself. Yeah. Well, I think I'm pretty. Yeah, I think I did a pretty good job mm-hmm. on that. I mean, right. I, I sat and thought mm-hmm. for quite a while. So. Who would you say you look like? Oh, boy. Okay, I'd like someone to say I look like um, the Gilmore Girls, that young one. What's her name? Alexis Bledel. Okay. Because I have a five head, but she has a five head, but she works the five head. But I feel like someone would say I look like um, just like an Irish pale girl. Okay. Yeah. Did you enjoy? But I probably wouldn't get Mark Ruffalo and Bruce Willis. Did you enjoy trying to hurt my feelings? Did I hurt your feelings? I don't mean to. Mark Ruffalo's a looker. But then saying Bruce Valanche seems slightly loaded. But Bruce is so fun. Have a great and night. I feel like... Best show. Hey Tom, how's it going? Great. To whom am I speaking? Oh, come on, you know. <laughs> uh, if if uh, if my ears serve me well, this is Wally Wacky Man. The one and only. How are you, Wally? Good, it's good to talk to you. It's great to talk to you as well, my old friend. Yeah, been a while. It has been too long. It's been too long. And that's not a complaint. Because life takes us down different roads and we can't always participate in a live radio show on Tuesday nights. But here we are together, and that's a valuable thing, and I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. The feeling is mutual. So how are you doing? Pretty good. Good. Not not uh, getting bogged down by the, um, the pressure. Pressure? What pressure? Oh. The whole not complaining thing. I'm doing my best within it, Wally. I I would have to say that's a fair assessment. Thank you. (laughs) How are you? How are you, Wally? Doing pretty good. You know, uh, when I get a chance to 
to come out of the bag and do my thing. Mm-hmm. Not not often enough, in my opinion, but you know, the work in progress. Stuck in the bag, huh? A little bit too often for my taste. A little too often. Yeah. I guess you didn't get brought along uh, to to see the uh, the uh, the the live uh, screening of the Warriors. No, no, I like, was not like your six that. month old. Uh, uh, niece? Is that your niece? <laughs> well, I, I called her a half-sister, but you didn't seem too keen on that when we last spoke on that. I wouldn't refer to a child, uh, of, uh is a child's relationship to a puppet as, uh, being, uh, a half-brother or half-sister, but that's just me. Sure, sure. You know, there was just, we, we have, we have one creator in common, so that was, that was the link. Sure. The idea. Yes. But, uh, yeah, she's good. But she, uh, yeah, she you. won't stop clinking those bottles together. <laughs> you weirdo. I can't stand you tonight. Yeah, that's that's another one. I just bought another one. Fine. All right. How am I at, how, how am I at 10? 10 or 9? Final one. Best show. Aloha, Tom. It is I, Vacation Jason, on vacation again. Vacation Jason, one of the uh, supporting characters from the Chris Gethard show. Yes, soon to be the takeover main character of the Chris Gethard show. (laughs) Well, that sounds like a sticky wicket for my friend Chris Gethard. I hope it works out so that everyone, to everyone's satisfaction... However it shakes out. Yeah, yeah. We're going to make Chris go on a vacation. He'll never forget. Well, that's a nice gesture. Yeah, what's up, man? How are you? You sound way chilled out. I'm having a good time doing my show, Jason. Wow. What is your favorite ice cream flavor? My favorite ice cream flavor. Oh, I don't think there's such a thing as a bad flavor of ice cream. I enjoy ice cream of pretty much all flavors. Tom, I got to agree with you there, but I got to know, out of all the ice cream flavors, none of them being bad, which one is the one that makes you go, wow, that is cool? Well, Jeepers, uh, Jason, they're all cool. I wish I could pick oh, one, but man. I just can't. Oh, geez. Well, I I recommend, um, I don't know, Rocky Road is a good start. Mmm. Yeah. Oh, well, I think I have to go, I don't know, throw a boomerang or lay in a hammock or something. Well, this but, uh, it sounds like you've got a full evening ahead of you, Vacation Jason. I hope I you do. enjoy it to its fullest. Good night. I absolutely... Oh! That's the most annoying thing I've ever been a part of. I feel ill. I feel physically ill. Not being able to express myself. Grateful Dead tribute album. Could you imagine? What kind of... Dolt is excited about hearing the National do... Grateful Dead songs. Jeepers Creepers, man.
unbelievable. And that guy with the, that woman with the thing and the saying, I look like Bruce Valanche, that hurt my feelings. I could start crying. Yeah. I could have cried at that. That's how you get your, uh, your, your thrills there, lady. Oh, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ever doing that again. What was that like, Mike? It was fun. So I slipped up 10 times. 10 complaints. 100 bucks. Yeah, it's 200. Yeah. Well, you guys can take me to court for the money. I will give it to the animal shelter, but you you guys, good luck getting your hands on that money. It's not happening. I'm being told by my friend Marsha, Sparky Pop, that Limp Limp Biscuit is playing a show. They're doing a gas station tour. Did you hear about this? I guess they're playing gas stations. Um, They're going to play at a Sunoco in Dayton, Ohio tomorrow. How about that? Ohio, Mike. Yeah. God forbid you pay attention. This guy. This cowboy hat. He comes in wearing that cowboy hat. And you want to know what? The cowboy hat didn't get to me. But it didn't help things either. It just said a general bad vibe. Said a general bad vibe. And it probably helped someone else get to me. Called somebody the the, D. D? What? No, it. You know, D-I-C-K. I lost it, Mike. Yeah, yeah, go back and listen. You get your jollies. You clown. Best show. Hi, Tom. Um, this is Ryan from Chicago. Hi, Tom. This is Ryan from... <laughs> now I just got to get out of my system. You got to deal with that. No, you... it's all good. I, I what? Just, that last hour was really rough from what I heard, so I'm glad that you made it through it. I did. But, um, anyways. What do you want? Uh, I think I know the origin of dog for slaw dog. All right. For people who don't know. We've been trying to guess, Dudio confessed, his mother confessed, when she called in that her son's nickname was Slaw Dog at one point, and Dudio was mortified that that became public knowledge. And uh, we've been guessing the origin of the name. What do you have for it? So I I have a quick question for Dudio. I don't, I can't remember if it was, there were any specifics about the position that he played in, on his football team? Did he play offense or defense or anything like I, that? I believe he played defense. Okay, so this kind of plays into what I've been looking into then. Um, so I was like, it, I've been racking my brain for weeks now about this, and I found a term that kind of originated with the defense, with, the, uh, with one of the uh, linebackers for a blitz play called the Red Dog. So I was wondering if maybe 
Red Dog translated into Slaw Dog. He's thinking. No. Oh, no. <sighs> no. Nice try, stupid. Best show. Hey, Tom. Yes? Hey, this is uh, this deep, deep with Joey. What? This is deep with Joey. Good for you. Best show. Yeah. Hey! I don't. Hello? Yeah, yeah, you're on. Why do you only play uh, rock music? Uh, You know, the uh, three-chord, four-four stuff. What do you want? What do you want to hear? What do you want to hear? Art Pepper? You want to play Art Pepper? Once in a while, I'll be right, yeah. Yeah, well, go somewhere else for it. Uh, Julie Klausner. Yeah? Uh, I'll name three people funnier than Julie Klausner. Uh, Julie Bowen. No. Gwyneth Paltrow. No. <laughs> and Zendaya. See, you're just trying to cause trouble, you dunce. But the the thing is over. First, you sound like, you sound like, uh, what you, first of all, what's your name? My name is Sotirios. I'm from so, Vancouver. From Vancouver, okay. So, so what are you calling up to? Are you trying to stir it up, Soterios? Uh I am. I missed the. Uh, I missed the cut, man. Yeah, yeah. What, what What did you think was going to happen when you called? Uh, well, yeah, I thought I'd get you. You thought you'd get me? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're out of the out of the hour. What do you think's supposed to happen then? Mm. Well, I was kind of hoping you offer a defense for, uh, uh, you know, for only playing rock music. Hmm. Well, you want to pay? You want to pay? You send me some money. Send me some money to 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 pay uh, the RIA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, I have a, uh, so you got nothing to say a, about that. I know huh? it's a week late, but I have a, uh, another addition to the, uh, the duo thing, if you'd like. Yeah. What is it? Well, this one's, um, <coughs> shout out yeah. to, hey, why don't you clear your throat a little more, uh, when you call in? I know it's, I, I hate that too. I can't. Yeah. It's that. gross. You think I needed to hear that in my ears? No. Uh, this one, this one's kind of on behalf of Jake Vogelnest. Uh-huh. Best duo, Peter North and T.T. Boy. What? And he hung up. What a clod. What a gross mutant. Could you imagine the shame of Vancouver? What a clown. Shannon and the Clams. Did it wrong. Did it wrong. Shannon and the Clams.
supposed to get my nuts on here? Where's my nuts? Hey, Dorio! Dorio! Where'd you go? I said an answer. Welcome to Gary the Squirrel's Trivia. No! Welcome to the Vance and Gary Show. Welcome to the Vance and Gary Show. A freewheeling. A freewheeling. And sometimes controversial. And sometimes controversial. Talk show. Talk show. Hosted by. Hosted by. Two of the coolest dudes you've ever met. Two of the coolest dudes you've ever met. Mike sucks. Mike sucks. Now welcome Gary the Squirrel. Now welcome Gary the Squirrel. Alright, alright. Thank you, Dorio. Gotta get a new announcer. I think Mike sucks. Oh, that guy sucks. Who hired him? What a loser. He's a loser! Dudio is so fond of hard luck, he runs halfway to meet it! I'm not saying he's a loser, but Dudio's the one guy who can buy artificial flowers and have them die on him! Get it? Get it? Hey, Mike! Get it? Yeah, get it. Oh boy. Mike's half in the bag. Boy, you're a real idler, Mike. Mike has a great labor saving device. It's called Tomorrow! Alright, that one sucked. That's not good. Really bad. Wait, what's the date on this joke book? Hold on. Nineteen ninety. There's no way it should be eighteen ninety with some of these jokes. Got some real turkeys in here. Some real turkeys. Alright, enough of these jokes. Get that out of here. Hey Mike! Why don't you come in here? It's a Gary and Vance show! Sit down! Take a load off! Take a load off, stupid! What? What the? Take a load off, stupid. What do you need headphones for? You can't hear me? That's a good point. Let me get these headphones on. I can't hear Gary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, any day now. Any day now. 
Hey, hey, Gary, what's going on, man? Not a whole lot. What's up? No, not a whole lot going on here either. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know this was coming. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be on your toes. <laughs> I thought we were gonna we're get gonna on t- your toes. We're gonna talk about movies. No. No. Why don't you introduce Vance? Vance. Vance is the man. Is this his first appearance on uh, the new version? Yeah, he's been away. Yeah. All right. I'd like to introduce the number one puppet for progressive rock music. Oh, God. Former roommate. Former? Oh, you still roommates? We're back! Oh, okay. I didn't know you were back together. We're back! I thought you were you moved out. What back? All right, okay. Look, I'm not happy about it. Roommate, neither is he. Roommate of Gary the Squirrel. Soon you'll be joining us. Oh boy, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> I'm going to be looking around soon uh, for for new digs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, brother. Vance the puppet. How's everybody doing? How are you, Mike? I'm good, Vance. How are you? It's good to hear you again. Yeah, it's been a while. (laughs) It's been a while. I've been away. As you know, I was uh, friends with Tony Banks from Yes. Yeah. From sorry, from Genesis. Yeah. I was spending a fair amount of time with him. Mm -hmm. I was living in England. Yeah. And then we had a falling out. <laughs> As most do. At the Prague Awards. Uh-huh. I thought I was going to induct him. Uh-huh. But then Tony Banks was inducted by Peter Gabriel. Mm-hmm. And then we had a falling out discussing his solo album. Yeah. And then I, I moved back to the States. And here I am, back living in Highland Park, New Jersey with Gary. Uh-huh. Would you say Tony Banks was the biggest douche in Genesis? I think it's a bit of a... I don't think anybody was a bad guy in Genesis. I think they were all creative individuals. <laughs> and some of uh-huh. Tony Banks's contributions are, uh, are uh, essential to uh, Genesis's evolution. Mm-hmm. His, like his keyboards on uh, Watcher of the Skies. <laughs> for example, was a groundbreaking performance and set the tone, and his, his melodicism as well. Okay, did a fair amount for uh, keeping uh, Genesis as an evolving property. I feel like the, it got away from them when Steve Hackett left, and it was just uh, Mike Rutherford, Tony Banks, and uh, Phil Collins. Of course, then they started to get into a more commercial pop. Uh, Zone that uh, is uh, further away from the the Genesis that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, all all of my Genesis knowledge is based on that one documentary, and Tony Banks did not come off well. Well, I saw that documentary. I understand how, to someone who doesn't know Genesis, he might have come off as uh, as being a, a feat or uh, or uh, self satisfied, uh-huh. but. I see him as a creative individual, and uh-huh. I appreciate his contribution. Okay. Where did so. Gary go? <laughs> I what do you st- want, Lance? I couldn't see you. <laughs> I thought you were 
Taking a nap. No, I'm not taking a nap. All right, okay. <laughs> Hold on. There seems to be some hand problems. Some, I'm trying some to work the board puppet here. Control. <laughs> puppet control. Puppet control. Puppet control problems. Hey, Mike. Yeah. See any good movies? Uh, First of all, welcome to the Vance and Gary Show, AP Mike. Hey, thanks for having me. We're excited to have a guest. What's Vance doing now? Okay. I'm right here, Mike. All right. Everybody seems just, to be taking naps when they go off the mic. I was just, uh, uh, I'm reading this issue of Prague Magazine that has an article on uh, the brief history of Manticore Records. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Manticore Records? Not at all. Records? Not at it all. was Emerson, Lake, and Palmer's yeah, uh, record okay. label. Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan of, of what? Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. What's that? <laughs> I'm not a fan of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. So you don't know Emerson, Lake, and Palmer's music? Not at all. Um, you should probably start with uh, brain cell surgery. Mm-hmm. It's probably the safest uh, entry point at this uh, at this uh, juncture. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with uh, Lucky Man? All I'm familiar with is a uh, instrumental. Is there, is there a famous instrumental of theirs that sort of towers above? I mean, it, 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 it's it's. They did the Peter Gunn theme with one. Yeah, instrumental that's it. That's did. what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking. And of. they had Ho Down also, which uh-huh. is an Aaron Copeland composition. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the Peter Gunn theme. Okay, that was uh, I was later in their uh, in their uh, initial run, mm-hmm. pre- uh, right before uh, Love Beach, the Love Beach debacle. <laughs> You're making it sound more intriguing. I also want to say rest in peace to Keith Emerson mm-hmm. and uh, Pete and uh, uh, Chris Squire, mm-hmm. who both passed away since my last appearance yeah. on the show. Hey, Mike! Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm talking to Vance. I'm talking to Vance. I'm learning things. It's boring! <laughs> you don't like the prog rock? No, it sucks. <laughs> you know what I like. Uh-huh. One way or another, I'm going to find you. I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you. Pop! Power how, pop. How, how do you advance, uh, you know, compromise with playing music in the apartment? We alternate. He goes into his room and plays a lot of stuff with the door shut. Mm-hmm. Headphones? No, just the door shut. The door shut. Yeah, shuts the door. Mm-hmm. And then I hear a lot of long songs <laughs> from behind. A lot of high voices, too. House of Cards! You watching it, Mike? <laughs> no, I'm not a fan. I just want to say uh, that a knife cuts both ways, and uh, I most definitely am not going to be on the wrong end of this sword. And I hope my wife, Claire, understands that. <laughs> is, that a, is that a Kevin Spacey impression? No. Oh. It's Frank Underwood. Oh, Frank Underwood. Okay. As performed by Kevin Spacey. Oh, I see. Okay. What shows you watching? Uh, I just, I just excited, finished Mike? watching vinyl. Excited about the return of Veep. Veep will give me great. Veep. Yeah, I, I like Veep. Veep was great last season. Man, you like Veep? Yeah, it's going to improve my Sunday nights. That vinyl was, ooh. 
You ready for ballers? <laughs> no, I'm not ready for that. It's coming back. Yeah, I know it's coming back. July. Yeah. Mark it down on your calendar. Mark it down. I haven't seen any of these shows, uh, Mike. Yeah. I heard uh, that on uh, on vinyl there was a uh, disparaging portrayal of a, a, a progressive rock group. Oh yeah. That was uh, supposed to be a, a, a parody of uh, Jethro Tull. Yeah, they slammed every, everything. But it was like shooting fish in the barrel. Well, that's uh, Donnie Osmond. I mean, come on, Jose Feliciano. They even put down. I feel that it's uh, it's insulting that if you don't like Jethro Tull, that's your business, and uh, it, some of us do. Mm-hmm. They suck. <laughs> I want to welcome uh-huh. my first guest to the show. Mm-hmm. He's a director. There's no movie out. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> Sit down. Okay. It's that was my no... cue. Uh-huh. Now your cue is when I tell you to beat feet. <laughs> Until then, you keep it planted right where it is. All right. You're the Ed McMahon of this thing. <laughs> okay. The Ed McMoron. Oh, whoa. And that's in it. I did not call you that. Yeah, I, know. I just wanted to be clear. Yeah. He's a director and a producer. He's got a new movie. Anyway, the wind blows. The story's still Johnson. Please welcome Rob Hatch Miller. Thanks for having me on the show, Gary. This is an honor. Welcome. So, what's the deal with this movie? Uh, it's a movie that is currently playing on the film festival circuit. It's a d- music documentary. Okay. About who? It's about a guy named Sil Johnson, who was a soul singer in the 60s. Okay. Why should I watch this movie? Well, I don't know if it's your taste, Gary. What kind of documentaries do you like, Gary? My taste is good movies! But, well, it is good. Okay. We won some audience awards at some film festivals, yeah. so people like it. Why don't you make a documentary about A.B. Mike? I don't have a good reason why not. Mm-hmm. It, I sh- probably should. Just picture it. Opening scene. A.B. Mike barfs all over. <laughs> <laughs> barfs all over what? Come on, let's, let's, let's get the details. Concrete details. Barfs all over what? A.P. Mike reaches in his exterior. Okay, exterior. Gas Outside. station. Gas station. Night. Okay. Yeah. I pull up to fill up, and I barf out the window. <laughs> so I ask for, for the attendant to fill it up. <laughs> all right, that's a good image. <laughs> I'll take. Can you fill it up? This is a documentary. Yeah. Well, it'll set the mood right at right at the start, right? This is this is no, a, this, no. an interesting hey. character. Hey. Yeah. What? Listen. Yeah. Happy Mike enters the gas station. Pulls out a pistol. Mm. This is a stick up. Mm-hmm. 
die by the counter. Pulls out a gun. Shoots Mike. <laughs> in the shoulder. Okay. All right. All right. Mike grabs right. a bag of... Doritos? Ranch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And runs out. <coughs> We're at a quick check. Can, can we make it a quick check? Yeah. Yeah. The green quick check. The green one. You know why it's a green quick check? Yeah, they got some. It's the color of the lunch meat. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with being green. Uh, okay. Now, Mike. Yeah. Actually, Rob. Yes. With your movie, Any Way the Wind Blows, where did the title of that uh, come from? It's a ti- it's a title of a song by the guy that the movie is about, Sil Johnson. And its music, you said, is uh. It's not progressive. It's not progressive, but it would be considered... It would be considered R&B, funk, soul music. Okay. Blues sometimes. And it covers what era of music? Well, the movie takes place over about 60 years, so it takes it covers like 1950s through present-day hip-hop. Did he record exclusively for uh, high, high Records? No, he recorded for a whole bunch of different records. Oh, okay. And how many... How long did you take to make the movie from its initial inception to its completion? Six years. That's very impressive. Uh, Is it impressive, though? I should have probably done it faster. Where can someone see the movie if they want to see it? Uh, Well, Not that I want to see it because it sounds like music I'm not interested in. You have an open mind, Vance. You might might like some of it. I might be intrigued by the story even if the music doesn't resonate for me necessarily. Well, uh, it's playing at the uh, Newport Beach Film Festival in Orange County, California, coming up. That's uh, this next Sunday night. And it's also playing at the Montclair Film Festival in New Jersey uh, at the beginning of May. I'm definitely going to go see it there. Ooh! Maybe you and Gary should go together. (laughs) You know, let's say you're sneaking in your... There's no way you buy candy at the movies. No way. No, I'm not a candy person. You sneak it in, right? Nah. What do you sneak in? I'll buy Swedish pop, fish. popcorn. Popcorn occasionally. Popcorn. Yeah. Extra butter. No, that no. butter isn't real butter, right? I mean, it's no, it's like motor oil. It's some sort of concoction. Yeah, VW40. <laughs> yeah. Gary, Mike, and I went to see a movie together recently. We did. What? What movie did you see? We saw the WFMU documentary. How was that? And what is WFMU? You're not going to use the real title? It's nobody likes. Oh, it's called <laughs> Sex and Broadcasting. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was it was okay. I enjoyed it. Vance Am I could, in it? Gary the Squirrel is not in it. He's Mike is in, in it. it. Mike is then in it. Then I give it zero stars. <laughs> Mike is in it. What's he doing in it? Uh, I'm kind of Going through three... somebody's purse? <laughs> No, but keep I, guessing. You'll get there eventually. I don't, have, I don't have any lines in the movie, no. What's he doing in it? Background. Call <laughs> uh, hey, screening for the best show. It's me, uh-huh. <coughs> I would say it is worth seeing for best show fans. There's some uh, There's some great classic best show moments. Is it online? I, n- not yet. It'll be not online yet. sometime soon. Yeah. Okay. It was in theaters. I want to welcome. I'm not welcome. Sorry. 
I want to thank my guest, Rob Hatch Miller, whose movie, Anyway the Wind Blows, the story of Syl Johnson, is playing in Montclair, New Jersey in a couple weeks. Check it out. Thanks for having me, Gary. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for coming on the show, Rob Hatch Miller. And what future project are you working on that we can look forward to? Uh, nothing I can talk about. You're working on the AP Mike movie. I know it. <laughs> well, you got an opening. Hey, yeah, that's me. a great opening. It's me, AP Mike. Mm-hmm. Oh. Opening scene. The final scene. Mike Lay's exterior. Bayonne. Uh, what do you call it? Like the bay? <laughs> yeah. Exterior! Bayonne Bridge! Newark Bay? Bayonne yeah. Bridge? Okay. Bayonne Bridge. For the Bayonne Bridge. Dawn! Mike stands at the edge of the bridge, nude. Screaming to the people of Bayonne! I am your bleeping master! I run this bleeping city! <laughs> yeah? Okay. Six police cars pull up on the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Freeze! Freeze, Mike! That's what they say? Yeah. Okay. Don't do this to me! Okay. Mike says back, <laughs> Don't do this to me, Hal! <laughs> do you know one of the cops? <laughs> Wayne. Hal? Wayne, I, I know, I know. Wayne pulls out Wayne. a sawed-off shotgun! Yeah. Yeah. Fires! Mm-hmm. Mike falls from the bridge. Mm-hmm. The police run to the edge. Cop number two. Did you hit him? Wayne, I don't think so. The police look down and see a speedboat sailing off with Mike. Now fully clothed. Sailing off. I had a change in clothes and- ready. AP Mike, yeah. you're lying. Uh-huh. Adios, bleepers! The King of Bayonne, out! Roll uh, credits. I like it. Thoughts? It's a, ha- it's a happy ending. Rob, thoughts? <laughs> Green light. No, you're directing this thing! <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I might make some changes, but I think it's a good start. No, but it's a documentary! This is how it happened! You gotta be true! The problem is there's a uh, construction going on the Bayonne Bridge right now, so we might have, have we difficulty can shoot an- getting access. We can we can shoot another bridge for yeah. the Bayonne yeah. Bridge. Okay. Day for night. Isn't that a thing? That's a yeah. thing. Day yeah. for night. So these are all like re- recreations. You're so inside, Gary. It's like an Errol Morris movie with recreations. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, Errol Morris. <laughs> like one of his boring movies, right? <laughs> In blue line, not a fan. Yeah, we'll call yours <laughs> the round silver can. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I know. I'm funny. Yeah, I'm funny, Liz. You are. All right, so Hatch is going to direct his movie, The AP Mike Story. Kickstarter tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like you might want to go to 
This is one of my old standbys, so get ready. Kick stopper! Get it? Yeah, I get it. All right, Mike. Beat feet! <laughs> that means you can go now. Thank you. Rob, you can stay. <laughs> that ends the show! We'll be back soon! Yes, we'll be back soon. I will talk more about Manticore Records on an upcoming installment. Thank you for listening to the Gary and Banth Show. Oh, what did I miss? Good heavens. Mike, what did I miss? I went to try to get tickets for uh, Batman v Superman. Dawn of Justice. And then it came back, and it looks like something went on. Best show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who's this? This is Paige from California. Paige from California. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Cool. Well, um, I was. I'm glad you're good. I was wondering if the sticker initiative is still a thing. It is. Thank you for asking. We're going to send a bunch of stickers out this week. Oh, cool. And there's a list. For, emailed... for, well, for people who don't know, the sticker initiative, we're sending them to, to Besho stickers go to different stores. And when when you look at the list up over at thebesho.net, you can see which stores have Besho stickers. And uh, we're going to send them out this week to people who've been waiting or have ran out. So I'm going to get those out oh. this week. Sweet. Awesome. Um, yeah, because I don't work at a store exactly, but... There's a front desk, and we sometimes put stickers and flyers on it. And I was wondering if that was acceptable for the sticker yeah. initiative. If you emailed, I'll oh, send great. them out. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have a great night. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye. So we'll do the half-hour power in like 15 minutes, which is the best show post-show. It's uh, 30 minutes of rapid-fire on-screen phone calls. Best show. Yes. Yes. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. What can I do for you? Um, I'm calling from Columbus. Is this Tom? It is Tom. <clears throat> well, I was calling because I wanted to talk about music. What would you like? Uh, to talk you mentioned. About? You mentioned Christmas on the best show a few episodes I ago. Mentioned them plenty so of I times. Up- yes. I picked up their album, Ultra Profits of the Psychic Revolution. Mm, and the it's second good. album. It is a good album. I think their best album might be their first album or their third album. Huh. Oh, guess I got the wrong one. But You didn't get, no, there's no it. wrong one. You did fine. All right. And I had a music question for you. Yes. Uh, when, I went, when I went to the record store to pick it up, I bought um, Chris Knox's album, Meat, which is a compilation of two of his other albums. Mm -hmm. And when I came home, I realized I already had a copy. So I was wondering, have you ever bought the same album twice by accident? Oh, yes. Plenty of times. It's a bummer of a feeling. You come home and you're just like, I got the... And then you look and there's a copy of it in your pile of records. You're just like, oh, I had this already. Well, I was able to uh, give it to my girlfriend, and she's really digging on Chris Knox, so it turned out pretty well. 
Good. See, it all worked out in the end. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Yep. Best show. Hello. Hello. Tom, is that you? So. Once again, uh, uh, in uh, Nashville, I will be DJing at Dukes, the awesome bar Dukes. As part of their one-year anniversary, they're having different people DJ every night. September, September, Saturday, April 30th, I will be DJing there, and so will uh, Terry T. of the Cherry Blossom Clinic will be there as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing my friends in Nashville. <clears throat> yeah, I'm serious about uh I would uh I really would uh na- sell off the naming rights to the uh to the studio the, like the way uh uh baseball stadiums have it. I would do that. So if you're interested, drop me a line. Best show. Hey Tom, it's Evan from Vancouver. Evan from Vancouver, what's going on? Well, I got to be honest, I'm at the Paul McCartney concert. Okay, what do you want, a medal? Uh, no, I don't want a medal. I just wanted to talk about it. Are you enjoying it? It's great. He played uh, Temporary Secretary, which I'm a big fan of, and yeah. I wasn't expecting to hear. That's cool. Um, I'm having a blast. I'm actually going to see him again tomorrow, too. Okay. Well, so. you, watch the show and call next week and tell me about it. Just enjoy the show, bro. Okay. Here's the uh, top uh, 50 duos. We worked on the list last week, and uh, I revised it slightly. Here it is, and I'll uh, we will post this online. Number 50, Sean Clements and Hayes Davenport from Hollywood Handbook. Number 49, Richie Finestra and Cocaine from uh, from Vinyl. 48, Mike Nichols and Elaine May. Number 47, The Tragedy and Comedy Masks. Number 46, Kathy Lee Gifford and Hoda Kotb. Number 45, Coco the Gorilla and his kitten friend. Uh, number 44, The Bash Brothers, which is Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire. Number 43, Batman and Robin. I would change that one, actually. I would lose them straight up off the list. Who's better than Batman and Robin for the list, Pat? You think about it. You shout it out. No, I'm not putting Frasier and Roz on the list. No, I'm putting Romeo and Juliet on the list. Vince Neil and Nick Cage. That's not a duo, Mike. They're the Blues. No, I'm not putting the Blues Brothers. Sorry. Did I put Bob and Doug McKenzie on this thing? I don't think I did. They're they're going on it. Bob and Doug McKenzie. At number 43. Sorry, Batman and Robin. Number 42, Eric B. and Rakim. 41, Sherlock Holmes and Watson. There we go. Klaus Kinski and Werner Herzog at 40. Uh, the band Suicide, which is Alan Vega and Marty Rev at number 39. The Mighty Boosh at 38. 
Abby and Alana from Broad City at 37. Rocky and Adonis Creed at 36. Michael Jackson and Bubbles at 35. Zach Walliner and Wally Wacky Man at 34. And I want to appreciate that uh, worm calling up trying to get me to lose money with his... And he was losing the puppet voice, too. It's very... You know, he's out of practice now. I'm going to just attribute that to being rusty. Uh, 33... Eric Andre and Hannibal Burris from the Eric Andre show. 32, George St. Geegland and Gil Faison from Oh Hello. Number 31, Ernest Worrell and Vern from the Hey Vern. Uh, very thin ice on that one. I would bounce anything. I, oh, at this point, almost any suggestion would take that off the list. <clears throat> Number 30, Clifford and Stefan the Dinosaur. Everybody knows from the movie Clifford. Number 29, Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash. Number 28, uh, Sex Dwarf and the Dumb Chauffeur. That's fair. Number 27, The Wachowskis. Number 26, Muttley and Dick Dastardly. Uh, number 25, The uh, Animated Woman and the Opioid. Number 24, The White Stripes. Number 23, Robert Fripp and Brian Eno. Number 22, Gary the Squirrel and Vance the Puppet. They slid down on this list. Very troubling, very troubling. Number 21, Key and Peel. Number 20, Adina and Patsy from Absolutely Fabulous. Number 19, Bob and Ray. Number 18, Tim and Eric. Number 17, Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope, uh, the Insane Clown Posse. Number 16, Sheriff Andy Taylor and Deputy Barney Fife. Number 15, Outcast. Number 14, Climbing, Billy Eichner and Julie, uh, Julie Klausner and Billy Eichner. Number 13, The Frogs. Number 12, Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. Number 11, Sparks. We moved them way up. Ron and Russell Mayle. Number 10, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Number 9, the Coen Brothers. 8 is uh, Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. Number 7, Royal Trucks, which is Neil Haggerty and Jennifer Harema. Number 6, Power Man and Iron Fist. Number 5, the Pet Shop Boys. Number 4, AP Mike and a Can of Coors Light. Number 3, the Sonics guys. The Sonic guys. Uh, number two, Peyton Manning and Papa John Schnatter. And top of the list, uh, Sharpling and Worcester. How about that? Best show. Hey, Tom, it's me. I decided not to be annoying tonight because I don't know the show well enough to take you off, so I left it to the professionals. Thank you. I appreciate it. Go ahead. So were you squeezing a rusty nail during that hour, or what? That's the only thing you could have done, I think. Well, I got by, I got by. I did what I could, and I got by. Go ahead. I won't keep you so good at night. Okay, well, I appreciate the call. You have a great night. I will talk to you soon. Good night. Go ahead. Good night. Best show. Hey, Don. How you doing? Good. Who's this? Uh, this is Greg calling. Who? Greg. Greg. Where are you calling from, Greg? Uh, Enfield, Connecticut. What's going on in Connecticut tonight? Uh, not much. Just got done uh, with some training here and uh, just listening to some best show. Training? What kind of training? I'm uh, I'm a uh, mixed martial artist. Ah, 
How come those guys don't look so tough when I watch like like MMA? Like who who springs to you? I mean, I see some pretty tough looking guys. Like you any see that, any uh, of them? Any of them? Uh, I'll tell you what, Tom. I mean, these guys they may not be tough, but you know what? I mean, them and myself included. I mean, I'll knock you out one shot clean. Yeah, well, I'd probably knock you out in one shot clean myself. Yeah, I'd love I'd love to see that happen. Yeah, you know? well, you do. You, you want to know what? Actually, you'd hate to see that happen. Because the one thing you'd love to see is the uh, the wrong side of the mat, my friend. Is that so? You know, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll set it up. You know what, my uh, school will do a, a couple rounds, see if you can get past the first round. Yeah, well, why don't you set it? This is what I'll tell you. You get your best 30 guys. You set it up. I'll beat 15 of you one by one. <laughs> and then for the second 15, you all come at me at once, and I'll wipe all you out. But I want to make you all sign a document that if I kill any of you in the process, you cannot sue me. Like if I knock any of your heads across the building, like if I, you know, like if I literally remove any of your heads from your shoulders, you can't. Your families can't come after me. Oh, I'd I'd sign that with a with a smile. You know, Uh, it's funny because Mike was saying, you know, our sport is barbaric because we uh, hit each other after the. uh, you knock the guy out, which isn't true, but I'll tell you what, you know, you and Mike come down, I'll I'll beat Mike down, and the referee will uh, stop the fight, and I'll sure. keep going. Look. That's what I do. I'm sure you I'm can beat Mike up. Mike's a, a loser. You could trash Mike without even trying. I, I know. This guy's ass. What are you talking about? Yeah, get out of here. Oh. Look. Hey, this isn't uh, Mass's Tavern there, Mike. Relax. Yeah, thank you. And what's your what is your name again, sir? I'm so sorry. Was he getting worked up? Mike's getting a little worked up, yeah. Hey, my name's Greg. Greg, that's right. Look, Greg, you know I'm teasing you. Yeah, me too, Tom. I'm a nice guy. I wouldn't hurt. I wouldn't hurt yeah. you. I'm not coming down there because you guys would murder me. I don't have that kind of training. Hey, you know. Uh, I was going to say for best duos, you should have put uh, Joe, uh, what was it, Joe Rogan and Doug Stanhope when they did the uh, the man show, when they took over. Really? <laughs> Do you like Joe Rogan? Do you like him as a, as a UFC announcer? I don't respect him. You don't? Why is that? Uh, he's a clown. What about him as a clown? I want to, I want to hear this, Greg. I mean, you, you, you know, you play the, those clips of him doing, you know, with his mantras and talking like he's this warrior and a fighter. The guy's never fought in his life. He's yeah. a comedian. Mm-hmm. You know, a, I, uh, I hear you. I hear you. You know, at least a guy like Mike Goldberg, he brings some uh, credibility to the sport. I don't know about Joe. Mm-hmm. Well, look, it's a it's a tricky thing, man. Joe Rogan. Tom, we're he, coming. We're coming to New York. You got to come out. Who's we? Uh, the UFC, MMA. It's legal. We're coming out there, and uh, I think you should come out and see what this is all about. So I don't think it's uh, it's not what you think. I don't know. Well, this is what I think. T- just correct me if I'm wrong now. You go to a thing like that. You have to acclimate yourself to the uh, to the to the to just like the scent of Axe body spray once you enter the arena. 
Like it takes like a like a climate adjustment, right? Yeah. True or false? It's, it's look. It's a lot of that with the affliction insurance. A lot of alpha alpha male bros. I could mm-hmm. see why you know most people would be turned off by it. What would happen if I stepped on somebody's foot accidentally? Like trying to get to my seat. If I'm like, excuse me, sorry, and I stepped on a guy's foot, he's gonna knock me unconscious. Yeah, they might. They, we get fights in the crowd sometimes, you know, and they watch the fight in the crowd more than they fight the uh, the stuff in the in the octagon. Yeah, well, I don't think I'm into it. I I, I like I, I like sports where people uh, where you know where the fighting's going to happen. You know what I mean? Well, like the uh, hockey fights. Um, not hockey so much. I uh, I you know. I'm not. I'm not a fighter, Greg. Right, you know, I can. I can respect that. It, uh, you know, you sounded though like you could talk up a good fight. You'd be. Uh, you'd make for a good addition. Well, what it would come down to is I'd wind you up, and then then you'd go meet me where we were supposed to have the fight, and I'd never show up. Ah, yeah, I see. That's the way you do it. Like I wind well, you, you know up. What? I wind you up, right? Yeah, absolutely. I was ready to go. You said you got 15 people. We, I was ready to do it myself. Then, But I get you all excited. Then I'm like, meet me at this place at 10. And then you show up. And then I'm not there. And you're like, where are you? I said, where were you? I said, we're supposed to fight at 9. You, I stood there for 45 minutes. You didn't show up. Would you chicken out? Right? And you're like, yeah, then, then you're, you're like, you're like, you said 10. Like no, I said nine, and then I pull out like a fake text that says nine on it that I that isn't actually being sent to you, and then you're not sure what's what. Then you go home and you realize, uh, written on written on your uh, truck, I spray painted, I said ten after all. I'll tell you, hey, you know what? Is uh, is Michael right there? He sounded like he got riled up. Was that a was that a shoot or what? Now, nah, Mike's Mike's just a Mike's a, a jester. He's a he's a buffoon, a buffon, buffona. We call him a buffona. In the art of clowning, he's a buffona. Yeah, you know, actually, I uh, studied that uh, buffon in uh, in Paris. What? Yeah, I had the uh, the same teacher that uh, Sasha Baron Cohen went to. You're putting me on. Yeah, you are right. You're joking. Ah, uh, see, that's the buffoonery there, right? I gotta say, Greg, you're a pretty good clown. You had me going. Hey, all that, and I thought you were gonna hang up on me. Wait, what did you think I was gonna do? <laughs> do it, do it, do it. No, I'm not gonna do it now, because you want it too badly. Alright, I'll get off. Get Wait, you wanna end the call now? Greg? Greg? He hung up on me? Fair. Well, Greg, you you played that one the right way all the way down the line. I got to give that dude credit. All right. I'm going to end the show. We're going to do the half hour power in a couple minutes. So everybody call uh, 201-332-3484. Get in on the action. Uh well, I guess I'm giving away a hundred bucks 
to an animal shelter and then a hundred I'll divide between the three vultures out there. Everybody, thanks for listening. What should I play? Oh, you play garage music. Well, what are you playing that? Go, oh, you play garage rock. Here's JC Satan. Oh! Everybody, not so fast. This Saturday, April 23rd, 9 p.m., Prove It All Night, Pat Burns Live show at the WFMU Performance Space. 9 p.m. in Jersey City, New Jersey. David Peel, Tynan DeLong, and more to be announced. You can get more info at Prove It Show, at Prove It Show. It's always a good time. Pat Burns Live Show, always a fun night. If you're in New York on Saturday night, go check it out. And, as promised, here's J.C. Satan. We'll be back next week.